what did you think about the uh, the death metal open? Oh, very excellent. What death metal open? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to do that inorganically. Yeah, our, our friend Spooky uh, last year did a... Uh, uh, I, I call it like almost sound like typo negative or yeah, something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely like industrial 90s. Yeah. But la- yeah, last year he did the, the theme song. And then this year he stepped her up a whole ass notch. Yeah, definitely. And we're like uh, Necrogoblicon. Like, I was Absolutely Necrogoblicon. There yep. we go. But fucking, yeah. Fucking Necrogoblicon and shit. So thanks, Spooky. Yeah, thanks, Spooky. Thank you. And in case you didn't get it from, well, this will probably be the cold open, or maybe it won't. I don't know. Who knows? We wish those rivers cross the plains. Over the mountains with riding strains. This is the fucking Howdy Ween one, where we and Will is also live playing the theremin. So I forgive you if you turn the thing off. I'm excited. It's sitting on his keyboard, so um, he's going to be reading his oh, fucking. This, yeah, he's the, gonna be reading a script, and it's just gonna be like l l l l l. This is gonna be a this gonna be a fucking shit show. But basically, we're gonna forego our normal thing of you know the the totally well actually they are generally serious topics, but like we're gonna delve into some of the spooky and paranormal shit that we could find from the 1800s Spooky. Yep. Did they have spooky stuff back then? I mean, everything was spooky stuff back then. Your children were spooky stuff back then. Even the have guy... You, have you looked at pictures of, like, <laughs> toddlers? Yeah. They, yeah. Or just anybody. Just the, the dead stare. Just, like... Mm-hmm. I'm having a good time holding this gourd. Having a good time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't stop me now. I am a rocket ship a on my way to Mars. Yep. All the collision calls. Well, it would be, I'm a locomotive on the way to Denver on a collision <laughs> course. With another train. What the fuck is a rocket ship? <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh, son of the bitch. Anyways, what's the show called? How the West was fucked. How the was. Yeah, this is Howdy Ween episode uh, part three. Uh, if you joined us last week, this week will have nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're safe. The test isn't until Friday. Yeah, yeah. Hope you took notes, bitches. <laughs> uh, Remember to swear in all your answers. That's <laughs> fucking thirteen. That's how they. That's how you show them you're serious. Yeah, that's right. I want this fucking job, man. You got to give me this fucking job. So you go into the go in and you punch the boss in the face on fucking day a. one. Yep, assert dominance. I need this fucking loan. <laughs> give me this fucking loan, bitch. Give me this fucking loan right now. <laughs> That's how that shit works. Oh God! Wow. So I mean, normally we'd start out like asking Tony, "What does he know about something?" 
I don't know nothing about nobody. I don't know where we start, Will, because I know what I kind of researched. Well, I, I was what... going to talk about Blackjack Ketchum for a little bit. Okay, let's start out with that one. What do you know about Blackjack Ketchum? Oh, I thought you said Blackjack Ketchup. I was like, I never heard of that shit. Uh, it's the ketchup that tastes like Blackjack chewing gum. What the fuck's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Fucking communist. What Yum. You... St- fucking you know, it's like star fl- anus flavored gum. It's like Flaming Hot Twinkies and... <laughs> Your pickle juice you were drinking the one oh, day. Oh, that shit was so good. I'm I'm getting some of that. <laughs> uh, I nope, no, this doesn't ring a bell whatsoever. It didn't to me either, except for he uh, Will did send me an article about it like probably a month or two ago, and I read it, and then it completely slipped my fucking mind. So he sent me the same article again, and then I was <laughs> completely fucking redeemed. Anyways, wow. that's, Bo, that's why we're here. Uh, you have early onset Alzheimer's. Wow, this is a. Uh, we keep telling that. We keep telling you that every single fucking Monday. Fuck, is this like therapy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, blackjack ketchup. Oh god, I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking at eleven thirty in the morning. Uh, Isn't fall wonderful? It's lovely. Uh, Will kick it off with your comic sans and comically NPR voice. <laughs> I'm just going to comment. You just said eleven thirty in the morning, and it's already looking like it's the sun's going down. Yeah, because it just never really came up. Welcome to Seattle, bitch. Ooh, uh, Seattle liquid sunshine. Well, we can either. I have like three pages on on his crimes, but we can skip that if you just want no, to go do, to. The, well, okay, <laughs> skip his crimes. Do 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 That's the why we're here, do man. the scout thing first, and then we'll talk about the crime. We'll we'll fill out his backstory after the the occurrence. Oh, you want to talk about the occurrence first? I, no. That's what I'm saying. I think okay. that's good. That's maybe the way to do this poorly planned thing. <laughs> Didn't you go to podcasting school? Yeah. You always go occurrence first. Podcasting school? Yes. So you put them in wood, ba- wood barrels? White cloths. Like you be- bespoke handcraft, like... Uh, podcasting. I'm, I'm casking my pods. <laughs> Actually, Ashley was talking about she went to like... Uh, craft beer making thing like you know how like um people go do like oh i'm gonna do ceramics for a day and then they fire it and you get it back she, she went and made beer for a day yeah and then they're gonna send her beer i guess huh well didn't know that was a thing i mean can you do that with cheese Is that a, yeah huh? you i know could, you, i mean I, you totally could well there was a thing where you could do it with a car like uh the uh rally fighter you were meant to spend like fifty thousand dollars on something but then also fly out to the factory and help assemble it Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Cool car. It's made out of all parts of other cars. I say, if I pay 50 grand for a car, I'm not building It's about the experience. I'm not building that piece of it's shit. It's about the experience. I could build a car for $500. You're, you're absolutely correct. And probably a better car in yeah. a lot of ways. But anyway. Well, Black Jack Ketchum lived on after his death. What? Uh, some Boy Scouts, while out camping and backpacking through the mountains, visited several historic sites in an old ghost town, an abandoned mine, and one of Black Jack's old hideouts. Were they aware that Black Jack was a guy, or were they just kind of like... Well, that's another part of the story, okay. too. Okay. Wait, what year, what year were these Boy Scouts? I'm doing what's called what's foreshadowing. Like but... 1940s. 1940s, okay. So... The hideout was a rock overhang, and the scouts thought it'd be a fun idea to camp there for the night. I think I bounced at that place a couple nights, the rock overhang. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've... 
I've been there several times. The but the scout leader said, uh, hey, no kids, don't go off. Down at Hangover Rock. Yep. (laughs) But five of the scouts, while everybody was asleep, went to the hideout and set up a campfire. Probably had a weird circle jerk and drank some of their dad's schnapps or something, too. So they drifted off to sleep. Uh, Suddenly, one camper was awakened by a noise in the bushes. (gasps) He felt paralyzed. What, no theremin after fucking noise in the bushes? There you go. (laughs) Uh, he was paralyzed, unable to move, and tried to call out to the others, but his throat was all knotted up. Whoa. I think he had an allergic reaction to the schnapps. Probably. Well, that peppermint shit will get you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he saw a cowboy, <laughs> dressed all in black, come running out of the bushes towards the hideout. Never a bad sign. You know, whenever a cowboy bursts forth from some <laughs> bushes. Handy. <laughs> Man was mostly solid, but parts of him were translucent. Ooh, Jello Cowboy. And he was filthy dirty. And wiggling like crazy. A, so like floor drop jello shot cowboy? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Picturing like band-aids and pubes. Yeah, like totally. all <laughs> Looks like those sticky hands that you like get papers clean, from your neighbor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or I was Covered like in hair. Clean out a pool filter. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. That was with he had a tattered hat too and clothes from the eighteen hundreds. Because he could see the maker's mark on the tag. Mm-hmm. Well, and terribly yellow. He was dressed teeth. like uh, Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future Three when he first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> little Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, his face was red and glistening in sweat, and he held a revolver. What kind of revolver? I've never heard of a sweaty ghost before. I like it. Uh, probably a forty-five. I'm being facetious. Oh, or translucent. Translucent forty-five. <laughs> so That's the cowboy appeared unaware of the scout, and the scout watched a strange fog come from a tree line across a small stream. Then he could hear men yell unintelligibly. Rabble, rabble, rabble! With muffled gunfire. So the cowboy then turned and fired into the trees six times. Because he has six shots. Because it's a fucking revolver. Mm -hmm. Then he ran right over to the scout. The cowboy was wounded in the shoulder. Uh, He discharged all six shell casings from his revolver right on top of the boy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. Once again, Colt Peacemaker, little gate you open and you have a rod to help press. I mean, they should fall out, but you have a rod that'll... But oh, you got, it'll, you got it'll to go dump like, them. Yeah, you got to go like ching, turn the cylinder, ching, turn the cylinder, ching, turn the cylinder. Okay, so it's not like like a break act. Well, if it was a Webley or not a Webley, uh, what were the ones? Uh, Showfield back in those days, I guess they did have ones that would break and you could. Dump I'm just imagining six. like a like a fucking smoking hot piece of brass hitting you in the back of the neck. While oh, you're it fucking in. sucks, asshole. Yeah, you ever been a machine gunner? No. Oh yeah, you'll absolutely. You'll not. get. The, you ever have an M60 shoot like fucking hot fucking seven point no. six two lead down your fucking neck and sleeve? No. Oh yeah. Fucking blows. I'm an artist, man. So am I. <laughs> Doesn't stop me. <laughs> You're a subway sandwich artist. <laughs> I'm I'm working up towards that. I'm a I'm a sandwich consumer. Uh, as he watched, the shell casing disappeared into his sleeping bag. The cowboy reloaded and fired more shots into the trees. Then suddenly, the cowboy saw the scout. The expression on the cowboy's face indicated that he just appeared out of nowhere. So who's the real ghost? Mm Mm-hmm. 
The cowboy seemed confused and confounded, while the scout was terrified. What in tarnation, he probably said, because, yep. Then the cowboy uncocked his pistol and said, quote, you're not supposed to be here, and then disappeared into thin air. Uh, eventually, the scout went back to sleep after a while. <laughs> Fuck that. I'd be like, bye, bitch. I'm well, out. He drank all that schnapps. Yeah, so. sure. I want to flee, but I am unable to ambulatorily evacuate myself. Down at Hangover Rock. I'm going to go sleep. Uh, he had to be shaken awake the next morning. He was uh, shot with ghost bullets. Mm-hmm. Shake and wake, baby. It's shaking back time. Uh, he told his fellow scouts of the quote-unquote dream he had, but as he rolled up his sleeping bag, he found six shell casings in the dust underneath. Oh! Oh, snap. They probably fell out of his pocket. Yeah, because he'd been you know, drinking schnapps and mm-hmm. like Hunter S. Thompson some fucking beer cans and shit. <laughs> uh, later, they returned and, and visited an old saloon where photo Blackjack Ketchum was d- displayed. And the photo was the same man of the scout the scout saw in the hideout. Whoa! Oh. And that would be probably that photo or... Looks like George Parrott kind of... I mean, that's a photo of him getting hung and... There, there's photos of Jack Ketchum. He's a... I like how Wikipedia tells me that this is a sepia tone photo from a contemporary postcard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Anyway, when he told his friends, they said he was full of shit. But after the Rightly scout so. got home, he checked with a gun expert who said the casings dated from 1878 they're almost in brand new condition. Ooh. And gunpowder could still be smelted. A gun expert? Smelt, smelt. So his, his fucking friend Charlie on the I was playground? Saying, I, I, I'm <laughs> a fucking gun expert. <laughs> I'm just imagining... I'm not, like, the best at it. Well, I'm just but, imagining, like, this kid's, what, like, 13? Like, what gun expert does he know? His, his drunk gran- uncle. His grandpa. Yeah, his, like, <laughs> drunk uncle or his fucking friend Charlie who, who knows everything about guns, yeah. who's also 13. But the scout kept the casings for years, but after he moved away from home, his mother threw him out with the baseball cards and the comic books. Oh, bitch. You go back and burn the house down. Oh, no, Well, no shit, because it's that's baseball ghost- cards and comic books from the 50s, too. Dude, like, that's holy shit, worth dude. a buck or two. Also, ghost fucking bullets. Come on. Those don't have as much of a But they're ghost bullets. Value. Ghost bullets. That's telekinesis, Kyle. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> And they're not bullets or shell casings. Whatever, dude. The bullets what comes out of the end of the gun. Yeah, no, I feel like I feel you feel the way I feel when somebody looks at like a tire and goes like, "My wheel's broken." I'm like, no, your tire has a hole in it. You fucking dipshit. <laughs> a wheel is the metal part. The spinny thing no go round, <laughs> go poof. Hey, at least it's only flat on one side. Yeah, but that wasn't quite the condition that uh, Blackjack Ketchum ended up with. No. Because why? Because he got his head ripped off while he was being hung. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, fucking Mitch Roop shit. Yeah. Oh, damn, dude. But did you want to hear about some of his crimes? Yes. Before we... Okay. Uh, Well, of course, he was born first before he committed the crimes. (laughs) They pre-cogged like a fucking somebody's embryo. All right, delivered. Now, yeah, there's your late-term abortion. Fucking. Yeah, uh, pretty sure this kid's going to be a criminal, so we're going to have to put him put him down. In the gallows. <laughs> we, we had to hang a fetus. That was in San Saba County, Texas. 
His father might have been a doctor or isn't, a veterinarian. Isn't San Saba, where, where the hell was uh, Buster Scruggs from? Isn't he the songbird of San oh, Saba? Oh, that sounds familiar. Maybe some of y'all have heard of me. Buster Scruggs, known to some as the San Saba songbird. I got other handles, nicknames, appellations, and cognomens. But this one here, I don't consider to be even halfway earned. Misanthrope? I don't hate my fellow man, even when he's tiresome and surly and tries to cheat at poker. And then he shoots Clancy Brown, or has Clancy Brown shoot himself in the face several times by stomping on a table board. Oh, yeah. If you, if you folks out there have not watched The Bell of the Buckster Scruggs. Do man, yourself a favor. If you're listening to this podcast, you'll Pause enjoy it. it. Go watch it. Yeah. And come back. Maybe. Yeah, because uh, uh, this show will make exactly the same amount of sense yeah, after you watch this movie. We do the Old West about as accurately as that show did. Uh, he had two older brothers, Barry and Sam. Barry Ketchum. Barry Blackjack Ketchum. See, Barry Barry Ketchup. Barry Ketchup. Uh, Sam Ketchup. Uh, they taught Sam him how to shoot. Salmon Ketchup. Oh, God. Uh, his father, Greenberry Ketchum, died when Tom was five <laughs> years <it>. old. <laughs> And his mother, Temperance Catherine Wydick what Ketchum. What the fuck is wrong with this family? <laughs> Shit. And Tom was the youngest of eight children. So six and had boys the only regular-ass fucking name in the whole family. Actually, his given name is not even Tom. It's like... Oh, he was so embarrassed by his weird-ass name no. that he's... Oh, uh, Tomato Ketchum. Yeah. Tom short for oh, tomato. Oh, actually, it was. Yeah, it was Thomas. Yeah, Thomas Edward. Sorry, I misread something one time. So he One and time. his older brother, Greenberry Jr. <laughs> Such a great name. We have to pass it on to <laughs> Cr- Unfortunate Crunchberry Jr. and <laughs> Booberry. <laughs> Count Chocula. Oh, did you see they're releasing uh, the Monster Cereals, like limited edition, like all the flavors to include Fruit Brute? Ooh, Fruit Brute. Oh, wow. The OG werewolf that nobody that's still alive probably ever got to actually eat. I vaguely remember seeing it. I don't remember that at all. I think he was actually the original one. Really? Yep. Fruit! Quiet! Fruit! I'm me, Fruit Brute, with my fruit-flavored cereal, Fruit Brute, part of your nutritious breakfast. True on you! But delicious Fruit Brute has fruit-flavored marshmallows for the howling good taste of fruit. Count Chocula's got chocolate marshmallows. Frankenberry's got strawberry-flavored marshmallows. Fruit! Fruit fruit with a howling good taste of fruit. But just the nondescript fruit when when placed up against chocula was inefficient. Be tired if they were like they're like, hey, uh, pumpkin's technically a fruit. Uh, tomatoes technically. A oh, fruit. that's coming. Well, I showed you the goddamn pumpkin Budweiser. Oh yeah, that was the last. Yeah, yeah, that was mm. yep. still saying. I will, I will try the apple pear. That that intrigues me because I like. Or no, caramel pear, sorry. Caramel pear. The apple one was like cinnamon apple crunch or some shit. And like, <sighs> no, not, I mean, not a fucking seltzer. That's cider with pumpkin spice is what yeah. that is. Yeah. Somehow along the way, Tom becomes a uh, outlaw with his brother Sam. <laughs> oh, no. And several other outlaws learned that a train on the way from Deming, New Mexico was loaded with a large payroll. And the gang set out to rob the train just north of Deming at a town called Nut. <laughs> <laughs> Because of course it was. Oh God! Not New Mexico. <laughs> Jesus. Alcohol makes me thirteen again. <laughs> uh, the gang stopped the train, held it up at gunpoint, and made off with twenty thousand dollars. During the robbery, the conductor snuck off to the town of Nut and telegraphed for help. Soon, a posse from Lake Valley 
uh, came, but the gang slipped away and the 20,000 was never found. Uh, December 12, 1895, Tom and several others shot and killed a neighbor, John. Uh, this is not Cusack. John Powers, but his no. nickname was Jap, which oh. I'm sure. Super duper. Super duper. Hopefully it doesn't mean what. <laughs> We're going to assume it means. Maybe it's short for jalapeno or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got salmonberry, uh, oh. greenberry, jalapeno, jalapeno, and what's. Uh, yeah, Tom. Oh, tomato. And then Sarah Chipotle is about to show up. Yeah. He was a neighbor from Tom Green County, Texas. <laughs> my what? Bu- my bum is on the Swedish. <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? Oh fuck! We saw the uh, me me and uh, when I picked Will up, we were walking walking down the street, and I saw there was a fucking Chrysler LeBaron. Ooh, drop top. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Mm-hmm. I only see one LeBaron, Freddy. I only see one. I don't see two LeBarons. Gordy. Well, do you see two LeBarons? Gordy. Hey. Do you see two LeBarons? Gordy. Knock it off. Where's your LeBaron, Freddy? Where's hey. your LeBaron? Boys. 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 How many LeBarons? Are there two LeBarons? Hey. Shut no, up! So, Blackjack killed Jap, but he said he was paid to by somebody else. So, after this, Tom and Sam, the brothers, hightailed it back to New Mexico after leaving Texas. Uh, the brothers worked at Bell Ranch until June 1896. When they quit and stole supplies from the ranch before they left. Take this job and shove it. I'm stealing your shovel. Yep. All your ketchup's coming with me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. June 10th, they show up at Liberty, New Mexico. During night, they robbed a local store operated by Levi and Morris Herstein. Not Holstein, Herstein. Now that's a normal F name. We can't put food on it. (laughs) So the Getchum brothers rode to the Pecos with a posse following them. Gun battle ensued at the Pecos, leaving most of the posse dead. Then they went to Arizona, and there they sometimes rode with the Wild Bunch. Oh, That's shit. That's when I first heard of this guy. Who's the Wild Bunch? Uh, Butch, Butch Casty. Oh. Who we have not really talked about at all, and actually uh, who I know about the least about out of any of the famous guys, because I don't know why. Just never... Well, I, I, got a, I read a book and I got notes. Well, I know so. we're going to have to do it at some point. I'm just saying, like, I should actually know more about that. I will stay willfully ignorant. Good. <clears throat> way we like you. <laughs> ignorant, barefoot, and pregnant, making me sandwiches. <laughs> just like the 1800s. Yeah. Uh, the Ketchum gang were back at Robbins September 3rd, 1897. They robbed another train near Folsom, New Mexico. They made off with 20000 in gold and 40000 in silver. It's a lot of money. And then they hid in that cave that we were talking about the next day. Well, I'm sure it's the same cave. The Hangover Rock or whatever? Yep. Yeah. Cool. Come on down, the Hangover Rock. Tonight, the spits. <laughs> uh, July 11th, 1899, the gang struck again, this time without Blackjack. Again, striking near Folsom. I think I never understand about this shit. They just stole, like, what, about the equivalent of 60 grand, right? Yeah. And it's the 1800s, right? And they're living in the cave, right? What the fuck are they spending all that on? Yeah, you even got some rich. Other shit? <laughs> Maybe because it was so easy. Just got to hoard it. I mean, there's only so much liquor you can drink and so much, like, uh, company you can purchase, you know? Mm. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Well, they're probably like the the crabmen of Alaska, right? You like show up, you got you just fucking loaded, and you're like, "Well, if I got to spend it all on everything, uh, like blow all your cash." I guess, but I'm still and then like, go back out and do the thing again. Still, like 1800s money. That's sometimes what people made in a lifetime. I, I don't think they. 
I don't think. I mean, they, you got to have money to survive or whatever, or get what you want. You're living but in I a don't, cave and you're sure eating rattlesnakes and shit, right? But I don't think they're like th- worrying about like man, my retirement. I think they're more like let's fuck some shit up, bitch. I and guess. Like, just... I, like again, they're fucking American horse pirates. Yeah, true story. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, they were pursued by a posse near the Cimarron, but the outlaws were better armed and had smokeless powder. Ooh. Which the posse didn't. So each which, time they fired, they give away. Yep, you, know, oh, yeah. you get a puff of smoke, so then you send a bullet at the puff of smoke. Yeah. And there's probably going to well, be a guy in the middle of it. The smokeless shit, like, it doesn't get you as high, but, like, yeah. you know. The lower THC content in yeah. smokeless powder. Uh, Sam Ketchum and LZ Lay. Like are, Lay's potato chips? Yep. They were both wounded in the gun battle and were captured. Uh, two posse men were killed, including Sheriff Edward Farr. Brother to Jamie Farr. Sam was taken into custody, but developed gangrene set uh, in his wound. And on July 24th, 1899, he died in the Santa Fe State Pen. There. He probably basically rotted in half. It's fucking crazy how like how much just soap and water would help people back then. Wow. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, you know, when the air itself is full of like cow shit and fucking malaria. Sure. Like, you know, you nick your finger and... I mean, like, when I was in Iraq, I, I remember, like, I busted my knuckle on something. It was like I was working on something metal, and I got a small little tiny graze on my knuckle. It's one of those things that would, like, normally, like, heal up within, like, three to four days. Two weeks. It turned, like, purple. It was, like, it got infected from just the air. Because there's so much Did you wash it sh- with soap and water? I did. Okay. But it's just the factor that, A, you know, we had bombed the shit out of that area, so, like, their sewer system was bleeding everywhere and there was constant like dust in the air just a bunch of shit getting blown around like um i mean yeah yeah what's the well that i guess that kind of makes sense why like back in the day everybody's like "Ooh, bad smells make you sick yeah i mean they were they were on the right track they were fucking cavemen but they were on the right track cowboy caveman (laughs) uh lz lay was arrested and later tried and convicted for the murder and sentenced to life prison uh, Carver escaped and went back to the Wild Bunch because, you know, you got to have at least one person right, escape. Well, it's good to have a retirement plan, too. Yep. Well, it's 1800s jail, yeah. Someone has to escape. Yeah, but this one it's was, in, the law. This was in California, though, so they had advanced 1800s jails. You got to oh. remember, remember Alcatraz was built like a long ass mm-hmm. time ago. Yeah, all the jails in California in the 1800s had a fucking, uh, what's the ATAT thing from like fucking Robocop? ED209. Yeah, ED209. You have 12 seconds to <laughs> comply. Uh, Blackjack was unaware that his brother was dead, and he makes another robbery attempt August 16th, 1899. He boarded the train and stopped it at gunpoint. By himself? Uh, That's a fucking bold move. Well, I think he had other people. I was going to say, like, oh, there's only 300 people on this train. Let me be the one asshole. With- you just standing in the middle of the track pointing a gun at the train. The train's like, <laughs> oh, shit. So it was his usual M.O. to uncouple the train and take the express car down the track and then have time to ransack it where the other people were away. I mean, that's one way to do it. Uh, this time, though, he stopped the train on a curve, and he couldn't uncouple the train because it was on a curve. Oh. Uh, conductor almost- Frank Harrington finally had it. His train was held up two other times, and Harrington grabbed a shotgun. <laughs> He's like, I will not be late to this appointment again. Exactly. Like, I've had all I can stand, and I can't stand no more. <laughs> I, like... Finally grabbed a shotgun, is implying like the first two times there was a shotgun. He's like, no, no, I can't resort to violence <laughs> while we're being violently robbed. <laughs> right. 
but they both fire at the same time. Oh, no. Blackjack just other? missed Harrington. Harrington hit Blackjack in the arm, almost severing his arm. Oh, that's why his arm was invisible in the dream. Because it's a fucking shotgun. You know. Yeah. 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 But that's why he was a phantom limb, dude. Oh, yeah. Details. Oh, yeah. That's why he had jello arm in the in the dream at the beginning. <laughs> uh, Tom fell out of the train and down the bank. So Harrington kicked the train into gear and fled. Uh, the train stopped at each station reporting of the would-be robbery and sent word for law officers to look for a wounded man near the robbery spot. Uh, Blackjack tried to get up but was too woozy to mount his horse. So he sat and waited for the posse to come for him. <laughs> oh, man. That's... Wow, there's two ways to go out. I'm going to try to escape. Nope, I'm just going to flat out give up. No in-betweens. <laughs> but also, like, laying there, you're like, well... I'm going to get caught. Like that fucking weird dread moment where you're just like, I'm, I'm about to get caught. Yeah. I'm fucked. Also, my arm's half blown off and yeah. I'm bleeding out. Well, it was just a shitty day for <laughs> old Jack. <laughs> so a train comes the next morning and finds Blackjack waving his hat at the end of his gun. He That's boarded- always, always pull over your car if you see that, folks. <laughs> if you're driving down like the highway and somebody's waving a hat on the end of the gun, that person needs help and you should immediately pull over and render <laughs> yeah. assistance. Mm-hmm. Or a gun at the end of a hat, too. Yeah. Uh, he boarded at gunpoint. The conductor said, hey, we just came to help you, but if that's the way we feel, uh, we'll leave you here. Yeah, or we'll shoot you again. <laughs> then Blackjack said, no, boys, I'm all done. Take me in. Uh, I'm just fooling with you. Decox pistol sets it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Blackjack said his name was George Stevens, and this is his first robbery try. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was taken to Trinidad, Colorado was taken to the hospital, was his arm was amputated. Then he was transferred to Santa Fe. Where his head was amputated. Then is to Clayton, New Mexico, to stand trial. Where he pled not guilty. But the uh, judge found him guilty and sentenced him to death by hanging. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rumors were rampant about his gang coming to rescue him. So the hanging was to be held April 26, 1901 at 8 a.m. Because gangs don't wake up that early in the morning. No. That's how you get them. They're all... They're nine-to-fivers. That's right. No, I, I imagine him in jail, like, uh, your defense... Or in court, your defense? Uh, you can't hang me. I'm already hung. And then he whips his dick out. Oh. That took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> then they hang him by the dick. <laughs> Some people pay extra for that. Until his head pops off. Uh, so it was a big to-do. The stores closed, but the bars remained open, doing brisk business. Of course. People came from all over to see the event. Local lawmen sold tickets to help to view the hanging, as well as little dolls of Tom hanging from a stick. What the fuck? Oh, get get them for your kid. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. A memory that'll last a lifetime. (laughs) Uh, the town of Clayton had no experience of hanging people, though. <laughs> so you tied around his arm, right? Oh shit, he doesn't have an arm. Hmm. We're gonna mm. have to. We're gonna have to figure this out, guys. What do you mm. mean nobody's got a rope? Well, I got a log, Jane. That'll work. <laughs> I got weed whacker cable. Uh, they were debating over the length of the rope. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking so stupid. Sorry. The night before the hanging, they tested the gallows by tying a 200-pound sandbag to the noose. Because that's... Get the R&D boys on the shit. Just sitting out there with, like, calipers. You're you're sensed to be hung. Okay. How do we do that? 
E equals MC squared. <laughs> All right, I need you to go get your biggest hog. We're going to test this bitch out. <laughs> that would actually probably been a better analog than a 200-pound <laughs> bag, bag of sand. Bag of sand yeah. Uh, finally, at one thirteen the next day, so for a hanging that was supposed to go off at 8 a.m., they... <laughs> Make it almost one thirty. They're already. Making- That's got to be really fun standing on the gallows for hours as people are still like building shit and tinkering oh, hey, with shit. There's a bunch of little show. kids running around with dolls Play of me hanging show. from sticks. <laughs> uh, so me. blackjack was taken to the gallows. <laughs> they adjusted the hood over his face. He said, "Hurry up, boys! Get this over with." Oh, that's some fucking. Uh, was it Boonhelm? Yeah, that's some. Well, that, that's more like. Oh, go to hell. Uh, I'll see you in a minute. Yeah. Let her buck. Yeah. buck. Hurrah, Jeff Davis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that fucking part. That's Blech. also pretty unfortunate. Uh, Sheriff uh, Garcia cut the rope with a hatchet, and Black Jack fell through the trap. But the inexperienced lawmen forgot about the sandbag that they had tied to the rope the night before. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all, like, taut. It doesn't have any flexibility. Yep. It's so rigid oh, as a wire. Oh, fuck. Static line versus dynamic. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Static rope means that the rope is not going to elongate, it's not going to stretch, and it's not going to absorb any impact. Static rope is not to be used in situations where you may be falling. So he was immediately decapitated. <laughs> and the little kids with their effigies. <laughs> <laughs> but they at least... Uh, had the black hood pinned to his shirt because that's the only thing that kept his head from rolling down the street. <laughs> a few minutes later, a doctor pronounced him dead. <laughs> I'm not getting a pulse because I can't find a neck. <laughs> but his head was sewn back on before burial. What uh, the fuck? Why? Hey, he needs deserves a Christian burial. It's an open casket. We've only done brutal caveman shit to this fucking... <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, Blackjack was the only person hung in Union County, New Mexico. Yeah, no shit. After yeah. that, they're like, outlawed. We, 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 we have lost yep. our taste for this activity. Uh, from now on, firing squads only... <laughs> immediately, immediately... So, oh, yep. Later, they, they made a law that made it unconstitutional to... <laughs> cut cut a guy's head off with a rope? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I bet. Shocking. <laughs> And that's the story of Black Jack. Fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, you went into way more detail than I had researched, and the names were great. Um, I keep going if the names are good. <laughs> <laughs> Come gather around you it's time to learn a lesson. Spontaneous combustion. Spontaneous combustion may be defined as the ignition of inflammable bodies without the application of flame or without obvious cause of increase of temperature and arises from the well-understood liability of certain bodies to undergo chemical changes which develop sufficient heat to set them on fire. Recently expressed, fixed oils are particularly disposed to oxidize when exposed to light and air. They then absorb oxygen and give out carbonic acid and hydrogen. If the process goes on rapidly, as it usually does when the oil is diffused through light inflammable substances as cotton, tow, the waste used in lubricating machinery, oatmeal, etc., the heat may be sufficient to set them on fire. Biluminous coal lying in large heaps is liable to be ignited by the heat enveloped in the decomposition of the sulfured iron which it commonly contains. 
The rapid absorption of water by quicklime is also attendant with development of heat sufficient to ignite combustible bodies in contact with the lime. Strong nitric acid will act on straw, hay, and such bodies so as to render them spontaneously combustible. What the fuck? Is Teddy Roosevelt that spooky? Actually, he kind of is, but like, uh, any which way. I just remember when I was a probably junior high, I'd go to the library and they had this book about like cryptozoology that. I mean, it was old as shit. Like, uh, but it's talking about like you know, Sir Edmund Hillary might have found a yeti, and the, you know. Blah, blah. But there was just a thing in the in the Bigfoot section of it, where it's a story that was related to a from a guy named Bauman to a guy named Teddy Roosevelt, who then wrote about that story in one of his books about hunting. A guy named Teddy Roosevelt or Teddy Roosevelt? Yes, Teddy Roosevelt. Okay, good. Who was also a guy named Teddy Roosevelt? He was, yeah, but he was also <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, like the the. As far as I know, one and only. There's probably been some other ones. I don't know. But uh, basically, the, uh, the 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 whole. I'm I'm gonna do the abridged Cliff Notes version. It was like you know, you know, TR is from the time he is, and I don't know if you've ever read any, read any of his writing. He's kind of verbose and uses flowery language, and but and kind of if you ever hear speeches by him, read speeches, it's like that. So I'm gonna do like the Cliff Notes version. Sure. Yeah. Without all the fun descriptors and yeah whatever but it's basically like teddy roosevelt had uh, had occasion to hang out with an old mountain man that had been out there for years that was apparently of like german stock like apparently he was like born in germany but yet teddy's like oh he lived in the west his entire life i don't know how that equates but because other people that knew whatever it doesn't matter it's a mountain man yeah named bauman okay cool and he was uh, regarded as being a very sincere straightforward not shit-talking individual, which, first of all, is a red flag because, as we've learned about the mountain men, they're constantly talking shit, oh, lying, they're lying about shit constantly. Yeah, you know, big, big fish like, stories like, and Like shit, forever, yeah. yeah. But either way, um, they're, they're sitting around and, like, uh, you know, Teddy wasn't a big drinker or anything, but they're just, you know, sitting around the fire after a meal and, like, telling stories, and Bauman was talking about the time he was out. He just says, like, uh, pretty much, like, what's now, like, southwestern Montana or northwestern Wyoming, kind of probably around, like, uh, Big Hole area mm-hmm. type deal. Like, uh, right before you get to, uh, like, the Sawtooth, probably. Maybe in the Sawtooth, I don't know. Yeah, probably a little bit north, I think, it was, what, the Salmon and... Maybe not the Salmon. Oh, the uh, Salmon Wisdom Rivers. Okay. Somewhere up there. Salmon Which Wisdom. is in the middle of Frank... <laughs> Fucking nowhere. Yeah, is that river of no return. Wilderness, probably. Oh, good. Somewhere in there. Like great. One of those places where you like you, to ca- you catch a salmon mm-hmm. and it's like you will die <laughs> terrible death. You will never see a home again, citizen. <laughs> this has been your salmon wisdom. <laughs> yeah. But either which way, uh, uh, basically, uh, you know, it was beaver beaver times. You know, and like everybody's out there trying to slaughter them bees. Beep beep. But but beep different beavers. Like the the the, 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 the hat beeves, not the beef beeves. Um, Gentlemen, uh, your shrimp counts are dangerously high right now. Now, what we need to do is bring your white wine levels up. So you can balance those with your shrimp level. And we're going to do that by introducing white wine into your system right now. 
But so uh, Bowen and his partner, who another sketchy part of the story is the partner remains unnamed, so therefore sure, sure. has no relatives to confirm whether or not they disappeared unexplainedly or any Ooh. shit like that. But like uh, either way, they, they, they went to a place where nobody really went, but they'd been warned by the Native Americans, like, yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't fuck, don't with, that. You don't fuck with that place. It's where Blackjack Ketchup lives. So, yeah. And George Parrott and uh, fucking Boone Helm. Yeah, um, but either which way, they uh, basically it's one of those things where you like take your horses and you're going to go like further in. So they, you, I, I'm assuming you either pick a line or uh, hobble their horses in like a big pasture with a creek. So when you hobble your horses, they can jump around like assholes, but they can't run anywhere. They can't mm-hmm. move their two front legs. It's it's painful to watch, but also hilarious to watch a hobbled horse move around. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's like if I tie your feet together, yeah, except, totally. except for it's their front feet. Yeah. So it, it's ridiculous. But it does keep your... It'd be like if your car could drive away at will. You know, you're going to do sure. something about it, 1800 cell, and at least they didn't, like, totally nail it to a tree or something. You know, like, but, yeah. whatever. It allows the horse freedom enough to be able to graze and eat and do stuff. I, I would I would have a, a, I would have a shut-off switch for the gas pump. Fuel, yeah. For the fuel pump, that's yeah, what That's called your knife. Hmm. We, we talked about that with mules. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, leave their horses down there, and they, they, they pack their traps and their quote-unquote tent, which was like tarps and shit, you know, mm-hmm. and their cook gear up there. And they, you know, they set some traps and like set up their little camp and shit. And while they set up their little camp and shit, then they go set traps and they come back and their camp's been all disarrayed and discombobulated and things have been thrown willy nilly and the tent's been fucked with and stuff. They're like, oh, God damn it. Bear must have gotten into here because, you know, that's what you expect. Bear must have gotten into here. Nothing was really stolen, but shit was all knocked around and there was a terrible smell. And they start, you know, being mountain men, they were able to track, and they're like, oh, if, if this was a bear, this is a bear that was walking on two legs. <gasps> so they're not that freaked out by it, because once again, mountain men, like, they eat horror for breakfast and shit, yeah. shit terror for dinner, you sure. know, like, but uh, so they, like, settle in for the evening, but of course they keep the fire stoked and try to keep somebody awake at all times, and they're getting noised at and stuff thrown and you know shadowy shit moving around the the site but sure. still they're like okay it's we're you know we're in the fucking wilderness this is what happens you know and uh they're still like uh you know maybe maybe tomorrow we'll pack up our shit and get out of here though like this is fine but we don't need to endure this for weeks it's fine we're not really catching that many beaver and sure. yeah they are they are the kind of the frat boys of the wild west yeah but then either which way, they decide that they could be more efficient if, if, if Bowen goes to get their traps and the other guy just assembles their camp. Okay. So it takes Bowen about three hours to go, you know, up the creek, get the traps out and come back and uh, comes back. And the camp is once again in, in, in disarray and uh, is looking for his partner. There you go. And uh, what he finds, I, I think it was described as like... Um, Mame tussled about and gambled over, like like something was like rolling on it or perhaps wrestling with it, mm-hmm. with four large fang marks in his neck. Oh shit! Yeah, like corpse. So of course, then Bowen Danced says, on the "Corpse." Then Bowen pretty much says, "Like fuck all my shit, I'm gonna go." Yeah, and that's that's pretty much it. Felicia, I bid you adieu. Yeah. So he get, you know hightails it back down to where the horses are all doing their stupid jumping around with their tethered shit and gets the fuck out of there and you know years later tells teddy rose about it okay like so 
it's just one of those things where Bigfoot's like 90% bullshit, I think. I mean, I, I, I tend to agree. I'm still a person, though, when I'm by myself sitting by the fire and I hear a twig snap that's bigger around than my thumb will pretty much probably put my hand on my 45. For sure, you yeah. Know, like, oh, all the way, dude. But I just find it interesting that, um, you know, like in a book that Teddy Roosevelt was like writing about hunting normal animal shit, like this shows up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was important enough for him to be like, hey. Yeah. This- well, and, and the big thing is you believe this guy enough where right. I'm going to pass this tale along. I'm going to put this in a book that I'm writing. Yeah. So my name is on this shit. Right. right. But like I said, though, there's some sketchy shit like nobody knows who the partner was named sure, was. Sure. Nobody knows who Bowen's first name was. But uh, apparently there were some well, if you're a mountain man, people you- that knew him that kind of half-assed corroborated. Yeah. So, you know, but... But yeah, that's the Cliff Notes version of it. I probably Holy could have done fuck. better. Holy fuck! Yeah, I in the the what two years of doing this show, like I never thought I would have see a Bigfoot Teddy Bigfoot Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt sort of, moment. Yeah, that's why I wanted to do this. Fucking one. awesome! All we all we need to do is find one with a tyrannosaur, and my life will be complete. Yeah. Right. <laughs> New eight track from Seminole Award losing band The Bangalores. It's called Dog's Call. Features 15 brutal songs to violate your ear holes, including such quote unquote hits as Unprotected X, Witches of E Dick, and Finger Wicked Good. Get it? All the songs are about witches. Buy yours today at Shuttered Record Stores today. Or listen on Spotify or whatever. What do you got next, Will? Uh, just some other words for uh, Sasquatch. Oh, yeah. Sam oh, we, can, we can keep talking about Sam Squanches. Uh, what about the Tazunaqua forest giant that lives on Vancouver Island? Mm hmm. But, that's, uh, oh, that's my buddy Robert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, Robert Fine? As Robert Fine has red hair. Bigfoot does not. Oh, have. you're right. Mm. Covered in dark hair there. It says right there, so it must be true. It's off the internet. Uh, they speak through pursed lips, so the whoop. The objective? To summon your inner Sasquatch. Oh yeah, yeah, we we barely touched on there, this. Well, like, there's, a while a, ago. there's I can't remember what the other one is. They actually have masks of it. Well, there, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's the, whist, the, the whistling it's, woman. It's the whistling woman. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they have masks of it down at the uh, Seattle Art Museum. Yeah, that, that's or, right. By I, I'm sorry, I can't remember what tribe. Like, but the indigenous yeah. people from around I th- here. I think there's uh, there's one on one of the ferries too. One of the Bremen, the Bremerton ferries. Very likely. Anyway, children who wander out at night that's could be captured. Yep, I've seen that one before. Oh, yeah. This is Teddy Roosevelt just machine gunning a fucking giant Sam Squanch. Sam Squanch. Well, holding, holding a really American big flag. American flag, but let's find out In what a forest the artist fire. is. But uh, the children who wander out at night could be captured and cooked and eaten by the Duzwanaka. I'm sure you I'm sure you pronounce that exactly correctly. Exactly. Or raise them as their own, which would be even more horrifying. Just 
pick any of the little kids off the playground and <laughs> make them live with a Sasquatch. I wonder if this is what... Uh, Put so, them in my van and drive them there. So uh, Jim from Poop Attack is a uh, Nisqually tribe. What his mom was saying when she was a kid, she like, they would, they would, their parents would tell them like, don't play in the forest, but you can, you know, yeah. on the property up until the forest line. And she went and told her mom, like Jim's grandma, uh, she's like, she's like, yeah, I heard, I heard some, someone calling for me in the woods. And she's like, her, her you know, Jim's grandma's like, no, do yeah. not fucking go in it's there. The, it's either what Will's talking about, or there's also what they re- refer to as the stick Indians. Mm-hmm. That could be, that could be what it is. Which are different. They're more like, like a, you're going to hear, you're going to hear the forest calling for you to go in there. Yeah, yeah. Do not fucking go. Like they're trying to get you. And so, like, yeah, I remember Jim's mom was, like, imparted that information on Jim. Like, do not. Yeah. I mean, well, it's like uh, I had friends that were, like, uh, Iroquois and stuff, and they talk about, uh, it's like, the things you don't talk about that, like, live by the river. Sure, yeah. That, you know, it's... Ooh, kappa. Mm. It's like, yeah, like Japanese kappa, but, like, you know, so, it's one of those things, like... Uh, you know, a lot of these things are made up to keep your kids close to home yeah, after dark. Totally. But also, sometimes there's real ass shit. Like, you know, I mean, like, they're, they're, and and it's hard to like explain to a child, like, look, man, there's fucking bears out there, or even a, right. a, a, a good sized raccoon that's pissed off exactly. enough, or has fucking, fucking rabies yeah. or whatever. You know. Yeah. But but yeah, like you know, just good old fashioned fear mongering to keep your kid in line. Also, uh, and you grow up, and then it's fox. Side news. note: That's who does the. President stuff. Sharp know. writer. Sharp writer. Um, oh, wow. It's Abraham Lincoln with a bear that has night vision on. Oh, yeah, yeah. It. I've seen that one. Oh, no, I haven't seen that one. Oh, that's like the movie Sniper, but Abraham Lincoln. And with a bear with, with night a bear. vision. Has a night vision goggle. <laughs> I missed that part. Bear night <laughs> and, vision And a backpack. But. Sick. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll have to uh, link some of this guy's stuff, you know, and attribute credit to the person because absolutely, I mean, they need all the success they can get. Absolutely, you're an American hero, sir. Yep, yep. Like, and you get all all ten people that look at our stuff to go that hey, way. And every every drop in the bucket counts, I guess. That's right. Yep. Uh, there's also the hairy man pictograph in Tule River uh, Reservation. That I've definitely seen. Oh, with your own two eyes? Nope, but seen pictures of. Looks more like uh, that big thing from the Muppets than my rendition of a Bigfoot would be, but I know what you're talking about. Daniel Boone claimed to have shot of a quote-unquote Yahoo, a 10-foot-tall hairy man. Just imagine Yahoo Sears getting iced by Daniel Boone. I'm picturing, like, oofty-goofty getting shot by Daniel oh, yeah. Boone. It's not the right time frame, but, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, the wild man of Borneo. But Yahoo Sears is totally the right era. Uh, Young Einstein, that took place in the, what, early, oh, wait. Daniel uh, Boone didn't make it to the 1900s, did he? He did not. Yeah, okay. Never mind. No. I do love that he hooked up with Marie Curie, though. Except for he didn't. In the movie, he did. He also wasn't from New Zealand. <laughs> or Tasman- Tasmania. Tasmania. Yahoo Serious is Young Einstein. Albert. Albert Einstein. He is destined to create the most powerful scientific theories in history. I discovered the formula for splitting beer atoms. Only one girl is brilliant enough to understand him. My name is Marie. Marie Curie. Only one man is low enough to steal from him. Albert discovers that there are even worse things in the big city than a cat pie. 
For example, an atomic bomb. If ever the world needed a revolutionary new theory, it's now. At last, the incredible untold story of the greatest mind of all time. Albert Einstein, thrill seeker, lover, adventurer, genius. Who is this barbarian? I'm a Tasmanian. Warner Brothers proudly presents Yahoo Serious as Young Einstein. One seriously funny movie. You want to do the 1924 St. Helens uh, little story? What? Little... Oh, the uh, Abe Canyon? Yeah. Yeah. I was, oh shit! I was going to save that for next Halloween, but let, since we're on it, let's let's oh, let her back. We don't. It's wait. I, I so, did a little real short version of it. Yeah, do the real short version because that okay. same that same book I was talking about that I read as a kid. I, this first one I encountered that story. Wait, so does it? Okay, I I I know St. Helens very well. The Ape Caves are named after a climbing club. Okay, Ape Canyon is okay. I think named after this incident. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I'm getting at. All right, <laughs> that's what I wanted to know. The ape caves are fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, yep. but they're named after a spelunking club okay. or a rock climbing club or some shit. I, I feel like we may have talked about them on the show before, but like yeah. the ape caves are like down by, it's real, real quick, it's like, uh, it's an old lava tube Got from a, uh, down at Mount St. Helens. Cougar. Yep. Yep. And turn, turn, uh, turn left at Vader and go to Cougar and then go a little out and then north. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then you head north and then take a right real sudden. To Kentucky. To Kentucky. Uh, yeah. Here's but- the Harry Man pictograph, though. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. It's, looks like something out of Scooby-Doo. But- like I said, it's a, it's a Jack from like the Muppet Show. Yeah, it's but that, that right there is only slightly better than I could draw anything. Well, the big thing is, you know, this is it in its original state, so that was an oh, artist's rendition gotcha. of what... Okay, gotcha. See what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to have to post those. I'll post them both. I'll, I'll look for them. Uh, yeah, ape caves are cool. Yep. But bring ape, a, bring ape, a lot of flashlights. But ape canyon's mm-hmm. fucking terrifying, so let's go. Yeah, because uh, 1924, five gold prospectors claimed that a family of Bigfoots attacked them. That's on the east side of St. Helens. They Owens. didn't call them Bigfoots. They called them mountain devils. Get it right. Oh, sorry. Anyway, prospector Fred Beck claims he shot one of them in the initial encounter. And it fell off a cliff, so no body was ever found. Mm-hmm. I but, love that I love romance novel, Bigfoot Encounters. <laughs> is that, hey, uh, yeah. Bigfoot is, Bigfoot is a generous Club. lover. <laughs> Golden Bigfoot Encounters. Oh. <laughs> but the group of beasts returned the next night and pelted their cabin with rocks. Like big fucking rocks, like basketball to engine block size rocks. Holy shit. They attempted to break down the door and even knocked out Beck with one of the boulders that came through the roof. T- well, okay, so they threw a rock through the roof, but couldn't they get the door down? It's a sh- Well, the guys were also inside fucking shooting at them, too. Cool. Okay. There's like how many guys in this cabin? Like four or five? Five. Yeah. But after sunrise, the attack stopped, and then the prospectors made a run for town. The Forest Service even investigated it, but found nothing. And now it's called Ape Canyon. Yep. You missed the best part is, like, where they were fucking trying to, like, break. Like, they, you know, it didn't have very many windows, but, like, there's one where, like, you know, the whole horror movie shit. Oh, where the, where the big in. hairy arm comes through the window, and, of course, somebody hits it with an axe. Ah, Robin Williams is attacking us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like so that's about all I have for yeah, that. That's, but I can. That's all about all it warrants. And they it. named the whole canyon after that incident. Yep. Well, it's also why uh, that county, in particular in Washington, it is illegal to uh, hunt, harass, or otherwise fuck with uh, Bigfoot. 
protected species in Lewis Scamania. These fucking soy trash motherfuckers. <laughs> but I think Ape Canyon now is closer to the Plains, Plains of Abraham, kind of the real decimated. There's no trees yeah, even where, growing there Yeah, where no one's blasted you know. everything off. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I've never actually driven up there. I, I always think about it, and I was like, well... I'm terrified and traumatized enough by that story that I read when I was like eight <laughs> to uh, just, I'm out here by myself. Holy I'll, shit, I'll go ahead and just stay in the Gifford Pinchot Forest where it's equally as terrifying, but just not that same place. All right. Has your giddy up and go done got up and left? Try Bronson Swagger's new line of penile enhancement pills. They's called the Buffalo Humps. Made from gallbladder of buffaloes, this erectile deficiency pill will kick your wiener troubles in the teeth. Also doubles as a cure for constipation. So pair these with the Bronson Swagger's bilious pills and have a night out on the town. So try Buffalo Humps Broken Dick Pills today. Have you heard of the Ghoul of Grays Harbor? Yeah. Now we're getting real local. We were already <laughs> the like... The Ghoul of Grays Harbor? Yeah. They fucking finally caught me. Oh, shit. Shit. <laughs> Man, you're fucking old. I've been meaning to tell you about this. <laughs> uh, 1886, the Supreme Court ruled that the 13th Amendment didn't apply to sailors. What? <laughs> Wait, what's the 13th Amendment again? Is that the slavery thing? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. That little so, thing. So, so that little thing means that, like, sailors can be slaves. Shanghai is okay. Oh, okay no. by me. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so it was also against law for a sailor to disobey the captain's orders. Right, flogging around the fleet. Yep. They could be whipped or imprisoned if they did. Wonder why, wonder why people wanted unions and shit. Holy shit, dude. Uh, oh, America, you fucking suck well, you, so bad. <laughs> you thought coal mining sucked. Oh, my God. Have they changed that? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, good. I mean, actually, you know what? I, I, I still, hope, I think. Right? Still you hope so. Sitting out in front of my house waiting to be unloaded because of <laughs> yeah. Indians. Well, and, that's fine, but not the the guys on the ship are getting paid and stuff. and mm-hmm. Also. Pre- pre- presumably walked onto it with under their own power by their own free will. Yes. So. Yeah, but they... Still could get better, I guess. Yeah. No, I mean, I get what you're saying, but... Also, there's... I'm uh, What? In the last like year and a half or so, I, like 700,000 people have died of shit that could be, have been prevented. Uh, more people than uh, any war that... Like, all the wars combined that we have yeah. fought as yeah. the United States... Yeah. Yep. So, so we're, we're doing there, good. We're, uh, the, the point is, we're doing good, future people. Th- there's going like, to be some fucking labor holes that need to get plugged, <laughs> basically. People got, that have disappeared. I got your fucking labor hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, closer they would get to port, the captains would make it worse. <laughs> Don't you think about going nowhere? That's uh, that. That's some fucking like like ab- abusive, abusive parent shit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they would assign them. I'll give you something tasks. to cry about. <laughs> They'd also give them rotten food, because if the jailer sh- or the not the jailer, the sailor <laughs> jumped ship before his term was up, the captain wouldn't have to pay him. And then runners would come to the ship and try to entice sailors off with liquor, food, and women. 
Yeah, and there's also sometimes where or, you get uh, Shanghai. Woman in. made of food of liquor. Like that monster from the AMPM commercials. No, yep. like the the <laughs> fucking uh, the devil. She made sweet candy. That fucking uh, uh, President of the United States of America song. Well, the devil she made sweet candy. Took six days and nights to dream. On the seventh day she rested. Woke up early and made ice cream. Now the devil she must be a dentist with deep jawbreaker eyes. Red rope hair, gumdrop lips, cotton candy thighs. Uh, back at the bar in town, there would be a crimp, somebody who would find crews for waiting boats. So it's a crew pimp, which is probably why it's called a crimp. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. I didn't know they had puns back then. I didn't yep. think about that till just now, but that seems to be the most logical Pro- explanation. I mean, yeah. Uh, Billy Goal, or uh, I might call him Ghoul or Grohl. Goal. It's, 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 uh, it's very German. Goal. And William, William Goal. <laughs> Here's uh, a song. It's called Everlong. <laughs> Grohl never lived, had to live in Aberdeen, so yeah. that's why he's not grunge like me. Yeah. Uh, what was that? I think King Buzzo tried to buy... Uh, a house with just street cred for inventing grunge. There's a video of that. It just shows <laughs> like up. that's just collateral. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm... Give me this fucking house. <laughs> yep. No uh, money's fine, but like money's totally works. And then, and then he played road bill and walked off. Mm-hmm. Whoa! You squirrel! Uh, they would give him liquor, which was laced with opium. Which makes you a good worker. Uh, and the Mata. sailors were taken over a hinged flap of wood where a release was pulled and the sailor fell through. Dead drop, because you'd either be dead or unconscious. And to a waiting lifeboat below the house, I guess this would be a, a bar above the water. I'm literally picturing like the town from the Popeye movie with Rob, Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. Just with mm-hmm. a bunch of trapdoors. You know, me and Garner watched that movie the other day. Oh, uh, again? And and that town exists still. It's in like Sardinia or some uh, shit. I was going to say that. <clears throat> it's, it's, like a, it's like an island close to Sardinia, but like they, they basically built the whole town for the, what, 1980? 1980? I think it's 1980 movie, uh, Popeye with Rob Williams. It's mid-80s, I think. It's early it's as early fuck. It? Yeah, it's like 80 or 81. But they like they built the whole town, shot the movie, and then bounced. <clears throat> and the 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 island is now like a, a theme park. It's called, it's called Popeye Land or some shit like that. Uh, po- oh, no, it's called Popeye Island. Bucket list. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know. I want to go to Go there, drink some rum, eat some spinach, have Fucking a time. Fucking dude. Uh, do you know, like, uh, they uh, when they shot the, you know, A New Hope, the, you know, there's that thing where 3PO and uh, R2-D2 are going through the desert, and there's the skeleton of the crate dragon going down the dune? No, I'll have to see that movie. I've never seen it. Ah, Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. My point is, when they shot that, they left that whole skeleton laying out there in Tunisia. Oh, no And shit. now they're selling chunks of it because the locals... Are cutting it into chunks and yeah, selling it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Fucking. But I'm just saying, like, you can get a piece of set dressing from Star Wars: A New Hope, 1977. 
that's been weathering in the sun in the deserts of Tunisia for 44 years. You buy a chunk of it that big. I can't remember how big, how much with a little picture of R2-D2. Yeah, 20 way. grand. It's oh, not, they're doing well, like... It's a, not that expensive. What's it called? Scrimshot? Or or... No, they just are literally hacking it up with saws and just selling you chunks of it. It's, it's all like fiberglass and foam and shit. But anyway. Uh, it wasn't until 1906 that shanghai would become illegal. Until when? Shanghai. What? Until when? 1906. 06? Uh, oh, I thought you said 26 at first. And I'm like, well, that's... Nope. Even 06 too. is crazy. What the fuck? I mean, come on. It's illegal to like... Drug someone and fucking throw them on a boat and then force them into labor and not pay them. Yeah. Well, they would get paid, except for if except for when they didn't. Except for when <laughs> they were compelled to jump ship before getting paid. Yep. Uh, Billy Gold was born in Germany, February 6, eighteen seventy three. Had a German accent for all his life. Because so just remember he's that from Germany. That's oh, I see nothing. I was not here. I did not even get up. This morning. <laughs> I didn't figure he'd pick up like a Persian accent. Probably not. Uh, he was suspected of murdering somebody in his youth, so he flees to Australia. Austra- Ontario. Australia from Germany or not? Not Austria. Australia. Yep. Okay. Then he was sent to Alaska and tried mining and killed his partner up there. Oh, good. Oops. <laughs> but he claims it was self-defense. Yeah, of course. Uh, he told people that, uh, told more than one person that he ate a man during a cold snap. Oh, good. I, near man, White Horse I, I, I fucking Yukon. missed that whole part of this little tale. Didn't know uh, about the cannibalism what, part. What's the Montucky cold snack? Yeah. yeah the, it was a cold snap. I had to have a cold snack. There you mm-hmm. go. Good thing they invented beer after that. Yep. Uh, after Alaska, you went to Montana and, and was married for two years, which is much and then he worse ate. than eating a person. <laughs> uh, he, then he said he had to go out for cigarettes. Shut Are up, you fucking kidding me? Fuck no, I just added that part. Oh, good. But he had God. business in San Francisco and left and never returned. His wife waited two years and had him declared dead and then remarried. That's not okay. <laughs> but uh, during that time, most of the timber came from where? Probably Washington. Yeah, Washington, probably. Oregon. Probably. Probably Aberdeen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Gole went there from San Francisco. Uh, he eyed the Grand Saloon, which was situated over the Wishka River. Oh, the Wishka. You ever was... you ever drink in Aberdeen? Yeah. Wait, did you live up there? No. No. I uh my I guarantee I told the story at some point, but like my band got kicked off stage at the Aberdeen High School. The 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 uh what was it? The high school library burned down. <clears throat> when I was like 21 or 22, we went up and like played a benefit show, and then we swore, and then they pulled the plug on us. Right, oh. I remember that. Yeah, I, I think, got I booed think... off the stage in Aberdeen, so that's something. Hey, all right. I think I've had like two beers ever in Aberdeen. Like I think uh, Zozer and I had a dinner and a couple beers, and I think uh, Sam and I did too. But I don't try to spend that much time in Aberdeen. Nah, it sucks. It's, better, it's, 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 it's a good always place cloudy. to get beat up. It's um, it's, it's, it's a good place bar. to just keep moving. Yeah, just keep, no, it's yeah. always cloudy, always rainy. It's just shit. Half the roofs are blue tarps. Yeah. Um. Uh, every third driveway has a car up on jacks in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Um. Pretty so, pretty renowned for you know uh, the you know Kurt Cobain lived there for a long time. Sure, and, sure. And it led to a lot of the depression issues that you know 
led to his stunningly successful musical career and then later also suicide. burnout yeah but um no yeah. uh so so uh Kurt Cobain had like two uncles one was like the guy that got him a motorcycle or dirt bike or whatever and one was the guy that got him a, a guitar, guitar his first guitar yeah so uh uh my my old man worked for the Mace County Road Department in Shelton and his his partner like office partner they were both in an office together uh Mike the fuck was the last name doesn't matter but uh Mike, Mike Rack Habit. Sure. Uh but so my my dad's partner who I've known since I was like a little kid was uh Kurt Cobain's uncle that got him a, his first guitar. Oh cool. Oh yeah. cool. And my uh the Fairlane. I had a 1960 Fairlane. Oh yeah, I know. I bought that from a fucking skinhead in Aberdeen. And apparently it it was it was bought like originally was bought by the guy that built the main bridge, that big steel bridge. Oh, yeah. Aberdeen. Probably, like, probably the one that Kurt sings about in the underneath the bridge, the tarpus sprung a leak. Oh, maybe, yeah. It might be that bridge. I'm not sure. Or he could be singing about you know, any, Seattle. Any, any number. Any no, bridge. it's supposed to be. I, I remember him saying this about well, Aberdeen. That, that's the main, like the big, the big steel bridge in, in uh, yeah, Aberdeen. I know what you're talking about. So the guy that built that bridge, the guy that was a foreman or whatever for that, the money he made from that like, bought, bought the, bought the 1960 Fairlane, which I owned for oh, I remember, all of my I 20s. The Fairlane. A giant ass Batmobile looking motherfucker. Yeah, we used to have a Fairlane too. Really? Yeah. You used to have a fucking uh, Ford Elite. Oh, that, that was the even fuck better. is a Ford Elite? It's pretty much it's Lincoln like Continental cougar. only. Like seventies? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they made some dumb shit in the seventies, man. Introducing a midsize car in the Thunderbird tradition: the new nineteen seventy five Ford Elite. Elite is Thunderbird inspired in its impressive array of standard equipment, in its richly appointed interiors. There's even a moonroof, if you like. For the spirit of Thunderbird in a mid-size car at a mid-size price, it's Ford Elite. There's nothing like it anywhere. The closer you look, the better we look. See for yourself at your local Ford dealer. Did it? It had like all the bells and whistles? Yeah, like none, power windows, none power of, seats, yeah. power, none, none of them everything. fucking worked anymore. But yeah. sure, yeah. So, so Dion, my old roommate in Olympia, he had a he had a Continental. It was a seventy. Oh, I had a, I had a seventy-seven Continental for a oh, while. Yeah. That so was classy. So the 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 late seventies Continentals had this crazy thing. So like like the the windshield wipers, the power locks, the uh, power windows, all the power shit ran on vacuum. Yeah. Coming off the engine. Yeah. You he, told me about that the other day because I was talking about the Volkswagens where they ran their... Uh, oh, off the spare windshield tire. Windshield wiper off the spare tire, yeah. Yep. So, like, you use your windshield wipers too much or you, you squirt the fluid too much or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have a spare tire anymore. But so, all this shit ran off the vacuum of the engine. Yeah. So, you got one engine, big fat engine vacuum tube going into a box that looks like the cube from fucking Hellraiser. Yeah, yeah. With just, like, little nipples all over it. Mm. And you got to, like... Boxy nipples. And you have to, like... They all... It, it's like a... He basically was like he 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 got this car and that thing was sitting on the seat and was like we got to figure out how to plug all the shit into this thing and it like all goes into specific little channels. Yeah. Wow, dude, we fucked with that thing for weeks and weeks and I was like I'm I'm over this fucking car like I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> Your power locks and windows and everything runs off vacuum. 
fuck off. See, I had a 70, 77 Continental that Oily sold us because he couldn't resell it because it had been an oil rig car, so it was pretty fucked up. So we just spray-painted it camouflage and put a bunch of graffiti on it. And a cow skull. And well, no, it was a horse skull. Oh, even better. And then, well, when we had that like husky helper cop sitting on a fucking uh, airplane for a hood ornament and just wrote "When pigs fly," like, <laughs> and we'd get pulled over fucking constantly. But on it was cool because on the driver's side door it says, uh, "You don't have to see my license registration. This ain't the car you're looking for." <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry. But yeah, well, what, what you would do is you take it out and you you're gonna go fuck around, but you wait till you get pulled over the first time, and then they. Clearly think you don't have insurance on this thing, which we did. Yeah. Because, I mean, the roof was cut off. Like, it was oh, yeah. a fucking riot car. <laughs> so, we got to, you got to drive around until you get pulled over, and then you go fuck around. Because once they pull, you know, it's a small town. Right, but, you can pull over one oh, time. I pulled over like, this suspicious looking piece of shit. Like, hey, everybody. Oh, oh, they're cool. They're not drinking or anything. Yeah, it's, the, the uh, car. It actually has insurance. The car with Jägermeister stickers all over, it's fine. <laughs> and and then, don't worry about and it. And then you go drive through, like, a snow fence and go get some beers and, <laughs> you know, yeah, whatever. But, yeah. Where were we? <laughs> we're at the top of Radar Base Hill getting chased by somebody. Actually, my cousin bought like a lot of that property now. Oh, really? Yep. Now he can chase people that That's come what out he there. He, well, right. He's the one doing it now. <laughs> anyway, in Aberdeen, which is basically the only thing to do there now, would be chase young people. Yeah, I thought Shelton was depressing. Holy fuck. No, Aberdeen's, you go to Aberdeen. Aberdeen's worse. Shelton sometimes gets sunny. I've never seen sun in Aberdeen. It's like, nope. I, <laughs> quite literally, I am, yeah. I, I was born and raised out there, and like I've never seen the sunshine in Aberdeen. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to sound all twilighty, but like, well, well, Forks, I've at least even seen it a couple times. Yeah. But yeah. But like Aberdeen? Mm-hmm. No. I've no. never seen the sun in Aberdeen. I've seen, seen a tall ship in Aberdeen. That was pretty dope. But anyway. Tall ship? Tall ship. Oh yeah, I, I saw a doll shit, it. like a living, weird, like what we do in the shadows. Nadja doll, a real doll took a shit. Oh no, that's far worse than I was imagining. Then wiped her ass with her hand and licked it off. Okay. So there's plenty of bridges to live underneath in Aberdeen, and a lot of tide water and a lot of little mm-hmm. rivers. Yeah, that flow into the Grace Harbor right, right. there. The Shehalas being the big one. Anyway, it's perfect to have a trap door over. Yep. Oh, right. Shanghai. <laughs> uh, Billy Goal met Lars Kingston and opened a cigar store on F Street. Lars Fredrickson. Friendly Mohawk. Like it's a friendly Mohawk. So ships in Aberdeen had the same problem in San Francisco, is that they needed crews, and Goal had some experience on getting crews. Like I said, wait till uh, Jeff Bezos builds his space station factories and... See how people get recruited for those. <laughs> Holy shit. Jeff oh Bezos. my God. We're going to have Space Shanghai. Ooh. I mean, kind of sign me so- up. Sounds like a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, three men died and 140 buildings were burned in 1903. For whatever reason, Gold did that one. Billy Gold. Gould. He did that one? He did that one. Oh. He was elected Aberdeen Edge agent of the SUP, which was the Sailors Union. Uh, he became the union rep. Yeah, he made the upstairs of the Grand Saloon his new SUP office. Sup office. Sup. He Sup also served as banker to the sailors, keeping their money and doling it out like an allowance mm. when they were not in port. That never goes well. So he knew exactly who had money and who didn't. I'm just keeping it safe for you. It, it's literally like Leon from the fucking professional. Mm. Oh, it's all your money. I'm just, uh, I'm like a bank, except for I'm safer because those get knocked off all the time. Hey. 
that was very bad impression and very shitty quote, but yeah. And all and also that that movie was about uh fucking what's his name uh the who's the Luc Besson the yeah. guy that did that uh that movie was like he wrote that movie about his love affair with like a fucking fifteen year old girl oh gross mm. yeah it's like based on his own life except he's he not was an he assassin. was a, he was a movie maker not an assassin but yeah okay it's fucking gross didn't know that yeah okay yeah. But the fifth element still kicks wholesale ass. All right. The following year, a uh, goal uh, wandered into the bar drunk and saw a dancehall girl, made a pass at her. Then she decked him and kicked him in the ribs. And Imagine him throwing a football at her. And he shot her so quick, they had no time to warn her. But soon the two were married. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Bessie Hager was her name. She oh, yeah. A Man, life just partner. the name alone sounds like a babe. Smoking and smoking. Her name's Bessie. So Who the fuck a- names your daughter Bessie? Like, that's just cruelty. Cruelty. No no disrespect to any Bessies out there. I, I don't <laughs> think that. Uh, hopefully, they don't make them anymore. <laughs> like,. I mean, it's been the given name for so many cows at yep. this point. You they've, shouldn't. They've you know, retired, you should not. They've retired the jersey. Yeah. It's over. Like, yeah. What's going to be the new name for a cow? Stephen Walness. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, what was the, uh, whatever, Hanks. Uh, what was oh, the Nancy Hanks. Nancy Hanks. Nancy Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> the horse from Idaho. <laughs> Anyway, Bessie was supposed to be cousins to Frank and Jesse James. But she wasn't. Her but home was covered Bessie, in pictures Bessie of the Bessie James, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Bessie James. Actually, that, that's a film that needs to be made. Oh, shit. Uh, Repo Man? You've seen it? Yeah. Uh, the same, same dude that wrote and directed Repo Man uh, made a movie called Repo Chick. And it came out like a few years ago. And most of the movie is done with green screen. It's fucking trash, uh, but she's like a kind of looks like Robin, like yeah, uh, yeah. but like uh, she's like repoing trains, Tra- trains, trains. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Just uh, I'm gonna have off to. We don't have time. We don't have time for this. No, nope, we don't have time to get into this. Go. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Goal ex- assembled a gang to uh, do his bidding. And even take the fall for his crimes, like stealing blankets, which happened. Uh, but mostly, goal was killing sailors and taking all their money, along with Shanghaiing. And he was dropping the bodies into the Wishka. When the sailor was putting money into his safe, goal would sneak up behind him and uh, hammer him over the head with a belaying pin. A belaying pin? And toss him through the trap door. A what? A belaying pin? So, uh, it's kind of like old school instead of like a uh, fucking um, cleat. It was like the pins where you you tie off to on a boat. Like oh. they're wood, wood, like. Oh, oh, oh I down. see, I see. Yeah, it's like a. Pretty much like a fishwhacker looking thing. Sure, sure. Like your muddler. They're about that size. But it goes into a dock and that's what you tie. It goes into your side of your ship on the oh, rail. Oh, the ship. Okay, yeah. cool. Before they had the, the ship cleats. Like metal cleats, yeah. Okay, yep. Which was quieter, quieter than shooting and saved money on bullets. And it's economical. Isn't actually a weapon, so not incriminating. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Hey, why do you have this like three flanged mace? Uh, I go to Renfair, you know. <laughs> but when a dead man would wash up, goal as union rep was called to identify the body, 
and the one responsible for forwarding the remaining pay to the family of the deceased. Uh, he once shot one man from the office window and bragged about it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, in my research, he wasn't that overt about shit. Like, okay. Uh, he did get away with a lot of stuff either way, yeah. whoever you believe. Once he forced four non-union sailors out into the bay and left them on a small island that was underwater at high tide. Then he rode away, and uh, they screamed because they couldn't swim. So that's a good way to once again shocking number of sailors who didn't know how to swim. Shocking. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it it sucks when you're like, like if you're like, I'm going to be a sailor. You go out and learn how to swim. But if you're like, holy fuck, now I find myself a sailor. You ever heard of yesterday? uh, I was a postman. Today I'm a sailor. On the job training. Ever heard of that? (laughs) Sink or swim, bitch. (laughs) Yep. Uh, 1906 was the big San Francisco earthquake and fire. Uh, the head of the SUP used this to demand higher wages. The owners refused, and the sailors walked off the job. So Gold used this to escalate his tactics. He was armed and boarded streetcars coming from Hoquiam and searched the passengers for firearms. Okay. Hey, it's illegal to have firearms, right? Give, give, me, your, give me all your guns. Give me all your guns. <laughs> this is a stick-up. Uh, he threatened lumber company owners and even sent a man with dynamite to blow up one of their houses. Holy fuck. This guy was like major in like charge, Aber- man. What yeah. the fuck? It's like Aberdeen now. Yeah. Only just with one guy being basically <laughs> Charles Bronson. Sure. And with less skinheads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's German. You can't guarantee. <laughs> but he is German. Uh, but the presence of the wife's man's wife in the house deterred the man he sent to blow it up. That would be immoral. There's a lady here. Later, that guy disappears, so he, he could have been a victim of goals, too. Uh, summer of 1906, Grohl's doing were published by the Grohl's. papers of Grace Harbor. The public wondered if the police were afraid of him or if Goal was protected by higher-ups. Basically, nobody's doing anything about him. Right. Uh, prominent citizens went to carry si- sidearms, too. Uh, Goal continued to rob and kill. Basically, if you're just doing it with sailors, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, basically just picture him just walking along, just like, you know, pass by a family, cool. Pass by a peanut vendor, cool. Oop, sailor, boom. You know, like, <laughs> rifle through his pockets, get on with your day. Yeah. Uh, schooner was ransacked while docked across from Gold's office. Guns and ammo were stolen from the sporting goods, so that must have been nice and convenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, August 1906, a schooner named Fearless was in port. It's Captain C.W. Jilliquist. I'm sure I said that right. Mm-hmm. He went to shore to check on a sick wife, but he had non-union sailors aboard it. Oh, no, scabs. And he was previously threatened by Goal. No sooner had the captain made it ashore that Goal and 16 of his goons rode out to the Fearless, armed with rifles, then, conveniently, the watchman for the boat took off to shore. Uh, one of them drowned on the way there. Oh, like took off? By accident. Oh, like, but they left on purpose because yeah, they were paid well, off. Did, oh, they, they were like, did, they, did they leave in a fucking boat or they try to swim? Oh, they were breaststroking the whole way, man. <sighs> in, in water out here? Yeah, like that Fuck nice that. fucking 40-degree water. Uh-huh. And just remember Grays Harbor, uh, water uh, kind of... Carries sound, yeah, of your pistol shots, yeah, yeah. 
dude. I I had friends that like live on the, you know, like Hood Canal and shit like that, and like you can hear when they're having a party. Yeah. My, like a mile well like, like when you go out to Dewado and fucking yeah yeah Dewado yeah. too yeah but you you can hear it man you can hear people's voices and shit like it just carries all the way across that fucking shit mm-hmm. so if, it, if it's like the 1800s or like early 1900s when there's like not really like electric lamps or anything and there's electric maybe not out not there not the fuck out there Maybe, maybe no, a little, barely now. Barely. Yeah, barely now. Like out. Yeah, eat, back then. Eat, eat hell that no. shit, Aberdeen. Yeah, fuck you, Aberdeen. Oh, look out, Mile City, Aberdeen. I was gonna for say, you. yeah. Fuck you, Mile City. And also Nelson Miles. Like I'm gonna throw the "fuck you, Mile City" song in here, but I'm gonna make another "fuck you, Aberdeen" song as well, because fuck Aberdeen. Fuck you, Aberdeen. Hey, Scotty Karate lives there. He's my Thurman player. Oh. I can tell because you don't know how to play that thing. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so the chief of police was called out at 10 p.m. When he arrived, uh, Goal was still on board with uh, his men. He claimed the authority of the SUP. So They had searched a schooner and threw all the guns and ammo overboard. Oh. The remaining two watchmen were nowhere to be found. They were probably paid off. And more than 150 shots were fired, even though nobody was killed. Uh, days later, Goal, with eight men with rifles, boarded the Watson A. West, captured two non-union sailors, and kind of warned the others off. Uh, the police were on shore waiting for Goal, but were rowed out. But Goal rows out further, then doubles back into the city. It's fucking rowboats. Like you can, it's not like you can go over a hill and be out of sight. It's, it's fucking rowboats. You're on a flat plane. <laughs> it's like, ooh, I, I tricked him by doing a U-turn. You know, like, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Longshoremen soon refused to work with on any ship that had the SUP had a grievance against. Deckhands were quitting, claiming the work was too hard. Just imagine something being too hard in 1906. Yeah. So shipping was handicapped and labor was in great demand, so ooh. they have to get more labor mm. somehow. Shipping was handicapped, you say. Hmm, Labor in great demand. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the Aberdeen police were ineffective against gold, so the state issued warrants for the attack on the fearless. Uh, it might have spent the end for gold, but he had bribed many local officials. So he was let out on $500 bond paid by the SUP, by the union. A couple months after, the strike ended. Uh, Goal eventually got a $1,250 fine and then was let go for trying to rob and capture a bunch of people. Jesus Christ. That was also paid by the SUP. So Goal kind of resumed his doings. But a body was found in the water in February 1907. Is that the one with the anchor strapped to it? Uh, a lot of them have anchors oh. strapped to them. You have to be more specific. Holy shit. <laughs> what? Then another weeks later... That's the the cement shoes of the well, yeah, of this mafia. Plenty, you're looting ships. You got plenty of anchors laying around. Sure, cinder blocks, short supply anchors. I'm just lousy with anchors. Like there's so many. What do I do with all these anchors? Look at this. Two closets full. So more and more bodies were being found around the bay. There, uh, Aberdeen. They were referred to as floaters, and they were also called. 
the floater fleet. There, floater fleet. There were so many of them. The locals would just refer to any corpse that you Oh, part of the floater fleet. Oh, yeah, part of the floater fleet. Oh, Holy look at that. It's, shit. Oh, it's Tuesday. So many fucking bodies just like bonking around. Yeah, where like they're like. What? Where people are just like, eh, it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's a Tuesday. Oh, it's floater Tuesday. Oh, it's just a dead sailor, you know. They Jesus Christ. Probably fell off the wharf drunk, you know. I don't know why they have North Dakota accents all of a sudden. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just went with it also. Uh, Aberdeen earned the nicknames of Hellhole of the Pacific. It still, it still earns is. that distinction. And Port of Missing Men. I mean... That sounds a little at least mysterious. Yeah, it's a little more mysterious. I mean, if I, if I... You know what? If I ever lived there, I probably would leave without a trace. If I'd lived in Aberdeen, I would make my living by selling Hellhole of the Pacific t-shirts and branded mm-hmm. merchandise. Ooh. And also like bootleg Nirvana albums because that's the only reason people go there. It's like Forks only... Ooh, I have a bootleg Nirvana album. Oh. Grab that tape over there behind you. So, Spooky, the guy that did the theme song for this... Oh, yeah. Uh, loaned me this tape. Uh, he apparently was working at the Pike Place Market back in like the... I don't know, late '90s, early 2000s, and uh, one of the guys that that worked there with him was like this old dude, and he's like, "Oh yeah, Nirvana used to come here and like hand out their fucking their shit." Oh wow! And uh, they they forgot a box of tapes, and so the guy walked off with a box of tapes. That is that is like bleach oh. before it actually came out, before like uh, before it was actually like mastered and shit. Oh wow! So, so I have it because I'm gonna digitize it for him. Anyway, back to goal. Anyway, there were over the next eight months, forty-three men were found floating around Gray's Harbor. That's sexist. No women. No. No, no children. No. That's ageist. I don't think they brought children to Aberdeen back in those days. <laughs> no. This is not a place for children. <laughs> I think you if you had a child born, there, like the state would just grizzled. swoop in there, and grab them up, <laughs> get them the fuck out. Uh, some so had been shot. Some poisoned. Mostly drowned. One well, month, fourteen bodies were found. He's only mostly drowned. Which, which, to be fair, they're uh, you know, with the sailors in the shitty working conditions, all they kind of do was drink, and it was unlit like piers with no guardrails. So there was probably a good degree of guys just falling in the water. Of course, and drowning, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. But during this time, Aberdeen had the floaters number up to one hundred and fifty men. Most were attributed to goal. I'm just imagining the the Aberdeen High School football the team. Floaters. <laughs> the floaters. Versus the... Put Shel- your hands together Sh- for the Aberdeen floaters. And, uh, sh- versus the Shelton high toppers. It's the... Oh, uh, yeah, the high climbers. High climbers. Yeah. Which is the same little guy from the little dumb fucking character from... Uh, the midgets. The midgets, yeah. The oh, wow. Dickinson midgets. It's mm-hmm. literally the same guy, but with a hard hat on. Wait, did you do you guys have a hard hat on? Hell no, no. It just <laughs> it was just a guy scowling at you. It's the literally the same. Like it was it was <laughs> designed by the same because I'm small. It was yeah. designed by the same guy, but he had a hard hat on. He kind of had the haircut of um, say like Tom Brokaw, like circa like a Lego 1982. Kind of yeah, like an OG Lego yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, like late seventies, early eighties sportscaster haircut. A little bit of swoop. Yeah, like bangs. Yeah, like a like the a Dukakis. Yeah. Yeah, Dukakis. There we go. It's like uh, Ace Ventura, but like reeled in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Anyway, if you kill 150 people, that makes you one of the more prolific murderers in history. Does it? (laughs) Uh, Burning down buildings of enemies always worked for goal. 
<laughs> so he did it again in 1908, and he burned a rival saloon. This works well. This time he used electricity to set it off. Ooh, Ooh. welcome to the future. He tried the wires inside the saloon, but the owner didn't pay his bill, and it was shut off. <laughs> he didn't have electricity. So he ran a wire across the street, That's and how then you burned it down. Oh, for some- he had to steal electricity to he, burn a building yeah, down. Yeah, <laughs> took an extension cord, which didn't exist. <laughs> That's fucking rad. That is uh, so rad. Also in the building was his first uh, former cigar store, so he reported cases of cigars lost to the insurance. That were all empty, of course. Well, they burned up in the fire. Of course, he sets it off in the middle of the afternoon, and it nearly burned down the whole town again. <laughs> God damn it. The lumber mills in Aberdeen were closed so the men could fight the fire. Just saying, why Why didn't it succeed? Hey, at least, at least you got people in the town fighting the fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gold got another bonus, and one of his enemies died in the fire in the Brunswick Hotel. Uh, After that, the city council passed an action to allow only, quote, first-class brick buildings to be built in Aberdeen after that. So it's kind of like Deadwood. That's why that town looks the way it does now. Yeah. Holy shit, I didn't know that. It's the same fucking thing with Deadwood. You go to Deadwood, almost everything is brick now. Yeah, After it burned down like three three fucking times. But, I I mean, again, Wallace. Wallace, Idaho. Yeah. Everything's fucking brick. Yep. Mm-hmm. For reasons you can find out. Even if you fucking go Shelton, about dude. Two weeks back. Yeah. Uh, Goal wasn't arrested for fire for some reason. Wasn't arrested for fire. But the businessmen of Aberdeen were fed up with uh, them, but there was no, little they could do. Uh, 1909, the Aberdeen ship uh, Candle Company made itself a target. That was the name of the ship? No, I no, think Ship Candle Company. Ship Candle Company. Oh, Ship Candle. Okay, okay, okay. Which, how is a ship candle different from a house candle? They, they probably, probably burn slower and longer. Since electricity Why wouldn't was, you just want a slow, long-burning candle in your house? This candle burns too slow. I want one that goes out in two days rather than six. Just Basically, we can sum it up to he's just been killing and burning shit and continues yeah. to do so until finally... Like, let's get to his comeuppance. Well, you got to mention that one of his goons had a valuable rat terrier. (laughs) And Cole (laughs) disliked the dog, and the dog went missing. So that uh, one of his goons, Jacobson, was looking for the dog, and he ran into Cole. Cole said the uh, dog was on the steamer Centralia and convinced... uh, Jacobson, that uh, a sailor was stealing his dog. Jacobson went to uh, the judge and got a search warrant for the ship. They searched the ship and no dog. Gold appeared again, insisted he saw the dog on the ship. They searched the ship and again, no dog. Uh, the boat was delayed a whole day just from this. What the fuck? Which was Gold's plan anyway. Uh. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Because a couple of days later, the body of the dog was found floating in the Wishka. Oh, he killed the dog and kept everybody on a wild dog chase. Yep. Oh, so, fuck yeah. Uh, and probably was like robbing the boat while it was uh-huh. important. Mm-hmm. So Jacobson was pissed and he I goes to the cops. And he told them about gold burning down the saloon. But gold still had influence and the detectives were taken off the case. This is kind of the start of his undoing, though. Uh, the town of Aberdeen had sent a, de- a deputy from Montesano, or Monte Inseno, 
to spy on Goal. Monsanto. Uh, he flipped and started working for Goal. Ed Dolan, fed up with Goal, sold the Grand Saloon. That's where Goal operated. Oh, Dolan was fed up with Goal and he sold? Yep, but he sold it to Paddy McHugh. That didn't rhyme as much. Uh, Goal bragged to the new owner about burning down half the town twice. The balls. And all the people that he killed. (laughs) So McHugh held on to these stories for now, so he's keeping that in his back pocket. A new mayor was elected. His name was Goal. No. A young man named Ed Ben. What? You don't get another one of those two first never trust, names. Never trust a man with two first names. He was the grandson of town funder Sam Ben. He pledged to clean up Aberdeen. Last name Ben? Like B-E-N? B-E-N-N. Oh, two, oh, two N's. With authority. So it's a town founder, and the town's not called Ben. It's called Aberdeen. Why the fuck is it called Aberdeen? Because they're probably Scottish. Scottish. Okay. Oh, uh, I think they, like, they did a weird thing where they, like, mailed... A thing off to actual Scotland. We were like, we need a name for this town. Uh, I, I I wonder if Aberdeen, South Dakota, did the same thing. I kind of know. I kind of know that. And uh, uh, Aberdeen and what's the Matlock? I, Matlock just outside of uh, of. I know fucking Matlock. Uh, ben appointed George Dean chief of police. He's not the dean of police. He's, he's not the, Aber. No, he's not Jimmy Dean. Uh, Mayor Ben was at the Green River Hot Springs near Seattle, near Auburn there. Trying to get my naked on. Flaming Geyser State Park. That just happened that Patty McHugh was there also. McHugh told him about Goal bragging about all the killings and arsons. So Ben starts an investigation when he gets back. So Goal found out about the mayor's investigation. He ordered his goon Hadberg to kill him. But Hadberg wouldn't get the chance. That's the weakest shit. Well, my thing is he's been playing the same thing the whole time, but that one he changed it up. Because <laughs> he went up higher than uh-huh. normal. Physically, physically higher. Oh. oh, that, see, that's, you should be doing that the whole time. Sorry. No, he shouldn't have because of the reverb. <laughs> so, Gold breaks to McHugh about going to the... Going to Ocean Shores. Breaking we're gonna, in. We're going to ride the dune buggies. <laughs> yeah. Going to fly a kite. <laughs> uh, but, well, back then, the only thing was to do is rape. Oh. <laughs> and kill Jesus. cattle. What the fuck? Come to the boardwalk where you can rape. And kill cattle. And kill cattle. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. That's God, I'm glad they invented video games. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. So McHugh goes to the chief police with that info, uh, but the Ocean Shores family were too afraid to finger goal. Wait, Ocean Shores is their last name? No, it was a Finnish family. <laughs> oh, okay. Ocean, Ocean Shores. Shores. Yeah, Ocean Stephen Shores. Ocean Shores. I don't even think it was Ocean Shores at the time. So they fingered him. But goal heard of the sheriff's trip to the ocean and went to the Grand Saloon and accused McHugh of narkin. McHugh convinced him it was either Hadberg or Hoffman, his other two goons, that informed on him. Ooh, see, that works way better. Yeah. Too bad we do this shit live. <laughs> so Gold convinced uh, another one of his goons named Klingenberry. Yes, uh, Klingenberry. Actually, Klingenberg. Sorry. Oh, damn it. I had Berry on yeah. my mind. 
Barry's all's on my mind. So he uh, go to Hadberg's with a gun. So the two found Hoffman and told them of the plan to steal a boat. So the three agreed to meet the next night. Next night, Cole's boat was out of gas. So he borrowed some from a game warden. Mm-hmm. Borrowed. Who would later place them there that night. See, once again, harbor. Tony, boat was out of gas. Electric lights. Yes. We're, 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 we're there. What, what year is it? 06. They had a gas-powered boat? Okay. All right. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> but the game warden would, in court, later place him there in the harbor that night. So Hoffman and Klingenborg joined him on the boat. They set off for Indian Creek. Did you say Klingon Borg? Klingon Borg. You you are Kling, yeah. <laughs> you're Kling, Ro- Romulan Kr- Klingon Borg. <laughs> Romulan Klingon Borg. Sorry, nerd shit. They set off for Indian Creek. That's where Hadberg had a cabin. Uh, Goal stopped the boat and shop Hoffman. Stop the boat! Don't stop the boat, baby! Stop the boat! Don't stop the boat! Hoffman pleaded for his life. Uh, so loud that he was heard on shore by oh. Oswell Bell near a lumber mill. Goal said, you damn baby, why don't you die like a man? Wouldn't it be fun to be out like trout fishing and just, <laughs> and just hear that? Not be able to see. You damn baby, why don't you die like a man? <laughs> or just the other, please don't kill me. Yeah. You know. Oh, it's time to put Time away to row this way. Yes. <laughs> uh, Goal shot him three more times. Put the revolver to Hoffman's head, uh, forehead and pulled the trigger. Several men heard the shots, and some called the cops, and later would become witnesses. It was near 9 p.m. that Goal and Klingenberg tied Hoffman to an anchor and pushed him overboard. They continued on to Hadberg's in, at Indian Creek. Goal told Klingenberg to shoot Hadberg the next day. Not today. Tomorrow. No, it's getting dark. It's been a long day. Yeah, hey, we, man. We got a lot accomplished. You know, I don't want to... Go ahead and clock out. Uh, make sure you tie that guy up before you do. Uh, they stayed the night. The next morning, the engine wouldn't start on the boat. So they rode back in Hadberg's boat, towing the boat that wouldn't start. The actual boat with an engine. Yeah. Uh, Klingenberg rode. Goal signaled the behind him to shoot Hadberg. Just tapping him on the shoulder. Uh, Klingenberg didn't want to shoot the man in the back, so Goal made him switch places. So they did, and Klingenberg shot Hadberg in the face two times, which is much easier. They threw the guns overboard and cut the boat loose and tied Hadberg to an anchor and pushed him overboard. But you got to remember about tides that if the tide is in, you might be out throwing all these bodies. Yeah, and then when the tide goes back out, they're just kind of laying there where people can see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're just like laying in a... Mud puddle. Mud puddle, mud yeah. Mud puddle for, yeah. Uh, Klingenberg was invited by Gold to go hunting the next day. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I'm, I'm Sign me up for that shit. Yeah. I'll, I'll walk behind you. He was a little <laughs> suspicious that Gold was going to kill him. So Gold abandoned the plan, and they went back to town. Just like that. They met another cohort named Vladimir Nelson. They were kind of an- anxious to get Klingenberg alone. Yeah, I bet they were. So he just tried to keep walking behind you. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Goal asked Klingenberg to go to the bay with him, but Klingenberg declined. Hey, you ever been to the bay? We should really check out the bay. I feel like, like we should go nice check out the bay right grave. now. Yeah, <laughs> it's real quiet and secluded out at the bay. Mm-hmm. The tide's out. Let's go check it out, dude. So Klingenberg leaves, but Gold follows him. Uh, he said that he was going to rob a sailor that night and kill him. Uh, I just if- love the trumpeting of intentions. I'm fitting to rape and murder and burn this town down. That's what my plans are for this evening. Well, that's if the captain wasn't aboard the ship. Yeah, because you'd totally get in trouble if the captain's there. So Goal only got the ship's compass, but Klingenberg was kind of nervous. Now he's doing, like, petty thievery shit? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's been doing petty thievery. Well, I guess, but, like, well, I can't get the gold, so I guess I'll just take your navigational equipment. (laughs) Give me your sextant. So Klingenberg takes off to Mexico, and he's working as a donkey man. What the fuck? Wait, what? <laughs> Bye. A, I'm a going to somewhere man. else. <laughs> a donkey man? He Is that like the, some kind of oofty goofy well, so kind of Well, he dresses up like a donkey. Like, yeah, yeah. I was picturing some kind of furry sex There's some kind thing. of show, and then they have a, a cowboy. I'm, I'm picturing a donkey show, only without the donkey, and it's just a guy in a fursuit. Oh, I got it. He's he's dressed like a donkey. There's a man dressed like a uh, fucking uh, Sheridan, like some cowboy. Like Phil Sheridan. They call Phil Sheridan, and then he just like shanks him with a fake knife with a bayonet or something every night. Okay, I, I, not fifty quite, times. But the don- oh, he shanks him with his like pork knife. Oh no, yeah, fifty times. Okay. No, the uh, <laughs> the donkey would be the secondary engine. Like if you're pulling up pots and a crab. Oh, like a, uh, like this uh, mechanical donkey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but before it was, and shit. Yeah, like, steam donkey. Yeah. Yep. They weren't always steam. Some were diesel donkeys. Sure. Goal goes to the Grand Saloon and pulls aside McHugh. He told of Offing Hoffman and Hadberg with Klingenberg's help. It's Offing Hoffman. So he, McHugh went to the mayor, Ben. Goal was questioned. He said Hadberg had stolen money from him and went to Alaska. That's why he was nowhere to be found. Until they find him with crabs eating his eyes. Mm-hmm. Dean, the chief of police, not the chief of deans or the police chief of deans. The dean of chiefs. Uh, they dredged the harbor in search of bodies, but that was no luck. They pulled the harbor through, like, cornstarch and yep. breadcrumbs. Corn, cornmeal. Mm-hmm. So Goal assumes that he gets away with it again. He actually calls the police on kids that were coasting down the hill. I don't know what, on what. But he tries to stop them by spreading ashes oh, and nailing slats. What the fuck? On a sidewalk in front of his house. Like so there's plenty of hills at Aberdeen. I'm sure they were skating down the hills. Well, I know, but, the, but why the ashes? Are they like fucking Romanian witches or like what? Like, oh, I must spread ashes of palm and garlic to keep the children from... Yep. So this guy's calling the cops on children while he's being say, investigated. Couldn't call the police, so he had to like ruin their fun somehow. Yep. Uh, then I mean, uh, I'm just had, saying the nails. I get why the ashes. You know, make you spin out. I guess. <laughs> Hadberg's body was found February third, nineteen ten. George Lightfoot. Uh, any relation to Gordon? Probably not. The captain wired in, he had water coming in, and the good ship and crew was in peril. 
later that night when his lights went out of sight came the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. You saw a man's head sticking above the water at low tide. Chief Dean went to rest Billy Goal. Hey. So they're finally sick of this guy. Finally, only a body count of like 500 people. Yeah, over the last 10 years. This time, Goal was held without bail. Uh, defense attorney Wilson Butner took the case, but withdrew after one day after hearing the evidence. Yep. It's like, nope. Uh, sailors threatened to lynch Goal. Former intimates and victims started coming forward with new charges, including, quote, arson, robbery, cattle rustling, smuggling, poisoning, piracy, and murder of murder uh, numerous human beings and assorted animals. Oh, man. Oh. He should have been... He's the next guy in the lineup in the fucking, like, uh, Blazing Saddles. Yeah, yeah. After, after the arson, murder, rape guy. Right. God damn. I like, yeah, murdering of human beings and animals, but... I bet, the, I, bet, I bet the animals are pretty much only dogs because the other ones, most of the other ones you're eating or, you know, when you got to turn your horse off. You oh, know. sure. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I've, oh, I'm a hunter. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, through and through. Yeah, yeah. So the SUP provided no help to goal this time. No lawyers or money. Uh, A.M. Abel. A.M. Abel. Stepped in as lawyer for goal. Uh, police dredged the mouth of Indian Creek, found a number of skeletons weighed down with anchors. Uh, Goal convinces innocence, though. The Aberdeen Herald also received a bomb threat if they kept printing anti-Goal stories. <laughs> and the trial was set for March 25th. <laughs> Investigator and witnesses received death threats. Uh, Jacob Miller who is a former deputy sheriff, and his wife disappeared. Uh, they lived on Laidlaw Island in uh, a cabin owned by Gold. Um, oh, I know. Yeah, Laidlaw. I know that one. Oh. Uh, police found that another man and woman threatened by Gold were also missing. Uh, Mayor Ben hired Thiel Detective Agency. Thiel was a former Pinkerton and say, Civil War Thiel, spy. Thiel, while, while Thiel is probably kind of the good guy in this, kind of, maybe, probably, possibly. He's also like it's, ex-Pinkerton. It's also, well, they're the goddamn same thing as the Pinkertons. Yeah. He's, like, he's like the Walmart brand Pinkerton, former yeah, Pinkerton. He's, yeah. he's private private security, yeah. private cop. Yeah, he's also a union-busting bag of dicks. Uh, former associates confessed, saying Goal planned on blowing up City Hall. To kill the mayor and police chief, the old detective agency found a trapdoor in Goal's old cigar store that was all burned up. Uh, then Goal almost was killed by a cellmate named Alexander Degowoff. Wow. I take offense to that name. He pummeled him with a chair until a deputy stopped him. A telegram was sent to Mexico to the ship AG West for the captain to bring back Klingenberg who was uh, relieved that he was going to jail and, and not, not being back murdered. to not being murdered. Yep. I just like the fact that everybody else on that ship is like, we what? We got to go back because <laughs> this one fucking guy is basically being extradited. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, sailors were returning to port looking for their money that were old to buy gold. 
Uh, many turn to eternity or eternities, annuities, attorneys, attorneys to get their money back. Uh, after Klingenberg's confession, Abel and his brother withdrew from the case again. So another defense, Abel's quit. Yep, that's how that is. Arthur Cross of Aberdeen and J.A. Hutchison of Montesano were appointed. Uh, Gold's wife sold off property to help pay for the case. Uh, the state called 18 witnesses against Gold. One was met on the street the night before by Gold's wife in an attempt to intimidate him. Well, her name is what? Bessie, like, fucking Iron Lung or whatever? Bessie James. There we go. Oh, yeah. oh Bessie right. James. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, one piece of evidence was a piece of flesh by oh, yeah. Hadberg, oh, which... Wait, what? There's a picture of it, so put that up. It was a tattoo identify him, so... Uh, wait, a tattooed chunk of flesh? Yeah, I kept it for a scrapbook. Yep. What? What the fuck? <laughs> this, this is where you draw the line? No, the, this, oh. is, this is where I go, like... We found our serial killer. Oh, yeah. No, he only killed 150 people. But now he's a serial killer. Good detective work there, Encyclopedia Brown. (laughs) Uh, The day after closing arguments, two fishermen hooked a body by the mouth and brought it to the surface. I can't wait till that special day when that happens to me accidentally. (laughs) Yeah. But the flesh gave way and the body sank again. Oh, the one that got away. That's going to be you, man. And then they're going to say it's Sasquatch the whole time. No, I just want to find the one that has the briefcase uh, uh, handcuffed to its arm. I'll let the body go as long as I get the briefcase. Yeah. My dad and Jaime's uh, dad caught a, a pole that they lost like the year before. That's good. In the same spot. I've th- that That's not same. as exciting as I thought you were going to say they caught a pole that like had a hand still clutching it or something. No. Yeah, okay. That would have been spookier. Wait, did the... Do the theremin. And the pole that we caught didn't have a fish either. <laughs> it was an ugly stick <laughs> with a Zebco reel. So, but that body was believed to be Hoffman's. Uh, police searched but couldn't find the body. Well, yeah, it swam way after it got hooked. Uh, they were dragging the bottom. A head was also found on Laidlaw Island on a different spot. The head was to believe to be Gus Miller, a former friend of Goal's, who had disappeared after an argument with Goal. Imagine that. Shocking. H.C. Lundberg was filling in for Goal as S.U.P. Ossifer. Yep, that's how that word works. Yep, Lundberg fucked her. Uh, He was in the courtroom when he wasn't supposed to be. So the judge, named Judge Sheiks ordered him out. So while he was leaving, he threw out a pistol out the window to a man below. In the hall, he accosted uh, Captain Smith of the A.J. West, the guy who brought back Klingenberger. Uh, Lundberg swung at the captain, but Smith gave Lundberg a terrible thrashing, and Lundberg was arrested and jailed. Uh, The prosecution uh, rested the defense rested an hour and 20 minutes after calling their first witness. They originally had 30 witnesses, but only three showed up. Aww. 
they didn't want to cross-examine any prosecution witnesses in fear that cr- more crimes would pop up. It's like the guy that just tried to defend himself for the January 6th things and admitted to like two, <laughs> oh, yeah. two other felonies in the yeah. middle. Yep. Uh, one more last-ditch effort was to dismiss the case because of the word premeditated was misspelled. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Exactly. That's some Ted Cruz lawyer shit. Uh, May 12th, 1910, Goal was found guilty of first-degree murder, life in prison, in Walla Walla. Before summer was out, another body was found in Indian Creek. This one was just a skeleton, though. Oh. Uh, bodies were to be found for years to come. Sick of all the people that have been drinking out of that creek for, you know, all these years and months with just, like, just these marinating... People rotting. Floaters, like, that are rotting, rotting the skeletons. You're basically drinking bullion, <laughs> just human unsalted bullion. The crabs must be pretty, oh, yeah. pretty healthy. Well, yeah. Then they, all that other thing is everybody's eating all these cannibal crabs. Well, I guess they're not cannibals because they're not eating other crabs. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, they're spiders. Just, they're underwater spiders. Fle- like human, all hu- your human flesh crabs. Yeah. So Klingenberg got second degree murder in 25 years in Walla Walla. Uh, March 12th. Busy Bessie Goal. Busy Bessie Bew. Busy Bessie Bessie Divorce Billy Goal. Billy Goal died May 3rd, 1927, after years of increasingly erratic behavior <laughs> from late stage syphilis. <laughs> Yay! Hey, we're back, baby. And he died at Western St. Hospital at Medical Lake there in Spokane. Yeah. In Spokane? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, still, yeah, 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 still medical, yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking of a what's the one down fucking uh, Lakewood? Oh, that fucker, the, the Western State. Yeah, that was yep. the, the, the the one where they keep on having people escape and like beating up the staff. And, well, what's the down there? Uh, maybe it's more like Federal Way, but there's there's a ghost. Uh, Starvation Heights. Is that what it is? Probably. It's like it's. Ah, oh, fuck! We were supposed to talk about that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're two hours in. Yeah, so we're way the fuck out of time. No, I, I have a book on starvation heights. Yeah, I know, but I was that's one of the ones that's I was going to suggest. One, yeah. But we'll do those that. of you from Washington may know starvation heights. Those of you not don't, but we'll do it sometime. But I don't know. That that, that was Halloween. Also, you said it was like syphilis. The one I read speculated uh, it could have been uh, suicide pre syphilis by self poisoning. Like syphilis was getting him anyway, but like, just didn't want to syphilit it out. Self syphilis. Yep. Uh, this is this is extra. This is like Halloween extra. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happens. You guys don't drink as much anymore. I didn't drink at all during this, but like these guys are actually drinking this time, which doesn't happen as often anymore. Oh yeah, I'm I'm in no place to drive. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go drive because that's why I didn't drink. I'm going to go to the woods and hopefully encounter the Sasquatch. And actually more, hopefully, encounter some chanterelles and oyster mushrooms and porcinis. And if you if you do encounter the Sasquatch, can you... Get his autograph for you? Sure. Well, yeah, that, but like also like get take, him on the show next... Yeah, or at least take a picture that's not like potato quality. Hmm? Yeah, I'll, I'll try. I'll do well, I mean, you're, you're good with people. Like, yeah. Just get him to come over here. Well, I'll do the talking, and like Annie will be with me, so she can like take the pictures because she's go. an excellent photographer. There so, you go. Yeah, we'll get we we'll get, we'll get it handled. We'll talk to his agent. Solid. Uh, what is it now? It's like two thirty. Two thirty. 
And so the sun will be down in exactly 10 minutes. So it's time to go to the woods. Uh, let's go out. In a hail of Sasquatch fire. There we go.